are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Danny girl. What's good with you? Honey, back up in this thing like we never left. I know. <laughs> Child, we've been missing in action. Honey, you know, you got a jet set throughout the country and oh. <laughs> Herlin got I me wish. barefoot and pregnant. No, I'm not pregnant. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. You have it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop by Jinx. Like, oh, <laughs> no, but you know, um, just I've been busy with him and the and my son mm-hmm. who just had a birthday. So oh. happy. Happy birthday, Solomon. Happy birthday to the little king. That's too yes. sweet. Yes, honey. So he's growing up on you, child. Honey, um, he's nine and it's like going back through old pics, like when he was a baby. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of amazed at everything. Like, damn, like, oh my gosh, I had a whole human being and he's still alive and mm-hmm. he's an honor roll. We made the honor roll this term, so I'm Dope. really excited about that. And you know, I'm just—it's a good thing. That's so awesome. Oh shit! I hope he don't take after me. <laughs> you better quit, <laughs> Girl, I was like, um, I'm not gonna say I was the worst student, but like I was good all the way up until like junior high, and then it was mm-hmm. like, oh, school, but. <laughs> So far, so good. So far, so good. It's going good. Going real good. How's everything going with you? Girl, everything is going good with me. Um, Same old, same old. I went out of town with my boo this past weekend, and I had so much fun. Like, I hated having to come back to, like, the real world and, you know, real life stuff. Um, You know, it was... The first time, dang, was it the first time in 2020 that we've even done anything alone? It might have been. We did a vacation, like, um, to the beach during the summer with um, the kids. But I think this was the first time that we've done something alone this year. So it was much needed. And I really just hated having to come back to work because this is a busy week for me. Then we got all these changes happening at work. And I'm like, oh gosh <laughs> but um other than that everything else is good that's really really good to hear really really yes. good to hear it has been pretty much uh the same honey i'm gonna talk about wrench gate and talk about bernard's gas <sighs> mm-hmm. wait wait what you what what happened now bernard snatched my wrench uh-oh I'm chilling and I I be, you know, I'll talk a little mess in the chat every now and then. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, you know, just to keep them honest. And he just snatched my wrench talking about you got to be a Patreon subscriber to have a wrench over here. Oh, but really? Everybody ain't a Patreon subscriber, but they get wrenches. But you don't, Sister George, because you black. And I think it's because I'm a dark skinned queen. <laughs> Wait a minute. So he said he was snatching them from everybody that's not a Patreon subscriber? Child, that's what he said, but that's not what's happening. Mm. Mm. Oh, wow. That's what we doing, the shadiness, huh? Yeah, I was like, what if we did the same thing? Like, make them become a patron. We'll discuss that, because, you know, um, we haven't even technically officially got the Patreon Patreon. Um, up and running but yeah that, that I don't like that that's foul 
That's what I said. I was like, I support every freaking day. <laughs> he was like, you still don't get a rich sister, George. And I was oh, like, yeah, I wouldn't be one. able to be in his chat without one. But I mean, you kick it over there like regularly. So it's cool for you. But um, his chat, like too aggressive for me, it's like some straight haters. Like even with me having a wrench, like they be timing me out. And I'm like, just. Oh, constantly. if you have a wrench and you getting timed out, that's Bernard. No, I, um, he said it wasn't him. He said it wasn't him doing it. Girl, let's not I mean, act like Bernard like, lie. <laughs> <laughs> it was like me saying like anything. The sky is blue today. I mean, just time out, time out. Time. Every time I would comment and I'm just like, what the heck? I thought it was somebody else, child. But um, yeah, I won't like be in his chat without a wrench because baby, oh no. They they Honey, just haters over there. You get timed out for literally existing. Shout out to Ty City. Ty City, stop timing me out. Yeah, Ty <laughs> yeah, uh, City be doing that. I've I've been in somebody else's chat that I've seen him timing me out just like for no reason. Cause he crazy as a boxer. Girl, that's the only explanation, child. That the only explanation honey somebody said we needed to get Meg the stallion because she making us look bad honey um I don't twerk I don't go to At strip all. Club. my knees won't even allow it <laughs> I mean <laughs> check Meg because uh, Meg says somebody shot her I mean what am I supposed to Meg you a bitch you I, right right now we making her look bad like that's like us saying you know y'all need to get Tory Lanez he making y'all look bad how about that honey I mean like what are we supposed to do look bitch you better not like oh <laughs> what am I supposed to say to Meg the Stallion well, girl gonna erase me <laughs> Anyway, you know, of the Illuminati now. I'm kidding. And we did speak on um like the shenanigans early on when everything happened between her and Tory Lanez. But y'all listen. Anyways, uh, uh, um, somebody saying they got shot and then lying about it. I mean, niggas lie every day. B. What am I supposed to say? Pretty much. But um, so what else is new? Um. That's pretty much it. My birthday's coming up next month. Hey, hey, um, hey. We still have our year show coming up. Mm -hmm. This um, coming Sunday. So make sure you guys tune in this Sunday. We'll be dropping the time and some other information on the show later on this week. But yes, keep uh, make sure that you guys tune in on Sunday because it's going to be a fun show. Yeah. Um, now, the funny thing is I can't bring myself to watch um certain episodes. I can't bring myself to rewatch the the streams. What streams? Our previous shows. I can't so I got I can't so do many it. of those shows. I enjoy them too. Um, you know, and I'm so weird about it. Um okay. So my disclaimer is don't say okay. too much. Don't give up. No, no. I'm just okay. gonna say like I'm not the brains behind the operation, so to speak. I'm not the brains. And it's so, a it's a collaborative effort, but go ahead. You know I have bimbo tendencies, and so Child, we all have blonde moments. But I'm listening. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. It's like when I try to go back and listen to the streams, I'm always cringing at something that I said. I'm like, oh my god, I should have said this, or oh my <laughs> god, I should have said that, or I shouldn't have said this. And, I, and then I feel funny about it because it's like. You know, you kind of get to social media, you try to bring your personality to life. Mm -hmm. And I always feel so silly after the fact. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't do it. So 
I'm yeah. trying to come up with something on my own concrete because it's a for whatever reason, like I just I don't know. I cringe. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I said that. I don't know what you mean, but we'll talk about it. But uh, I mean, regarding coming up with something on your own. But I want to say this. Um, you're Monday morning court quarterbacking. So in hindsight, we could all look back on things and say, dang, I should have done this a little differently. I should have said this instead of that. When I'm listening, I do the same thing. Like I'm like, oh, I meant to say, or I, I catch myself misspeaking. Um, sometimes my brain moves faster than my, I mean, my mouth moves faster than my brain. So I catch myself misspeaking. I'm like, dang, you know, I like, uh, you know, I'm stuttering over my words or I'm, um, you know what? I, and I, you know, you know, I do that or interesting. So who cares? Like, I am not striving for perfection. The best thing about what we have is the authenticity. But I think that what I love about you is that, um, you know, how genuine you are. So I'm not like, okay, oh, so what if you say, yeah, I think that's your, like a lot of people are attracted to that genuineness and how open you are. Whereas I'm certainly not like you, you, you will talk about your own personal experiences and kind of um, give a lot of new background and, you know, nuanced situations to whatever we may be talking about. And I think that is, you know, what is, what draws people in um, as it relates to you. So, so what if you, you know, mess up and say something and you're like, oh, I should have said this instead. Who cares? I do the same thing. I think everybody does. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've, I've been kind of having some real, well, I'll say this. I have been all over the place. Um, my mom's birthday is on the 30th and that's the same day that my sister passed. And so I've been all over the place. I've been kind of emotional about everything. I'm really, really sensitive about everything. And so then it's like trying to go back through the streams and just been a ball of emotions. And so it's like, um, we like the last stream we did, we lost a bunch of subscribers. And I always kind of take stuff like that a bit personal. Now I know it's, um, everything's probably not um, my fault or you know, it's just what it is. There's going to be some stuff that we're going to talk about that people aren't going to like. Um, and it is what it is. But sometimes I really do take stuff like that to heart. And mm. I always, like, I'm always like, shit. Oh, oh yeah. Damn, what am I going to do about this? And damn, what you know. So oh, yeah. I, I kind of take a lot of that to heart. And I'm trying not to take it as personal. But, you know, <laughs> girl, do not because I don't be caring. Like, I don't care. Like, I, in addition, I understand that that like that's but ebbs and flows is part of growing your channel. Like, I'm certain that there's very few people who just came out the gate and, you know, their subscriber count just continuously went up without ever losing any subs. So that's par for the course. Like, I just think, you know, as long as you see a healthy amount of growth, then you know that you're doing something right. But I don't take it personal in the least bit. I'd be like, oh, girl, we'll be all right. I it's, actually it's cool. think it's part of like the Sagittarian nature. It is. And, you know, so I, I, I'm not going to say I pretend to have like a rough exterior because I don't pretend like sometimes I'm, I feel like I'm a, I'm, I'm rough. I'm a bit rough around the edges, but I'm like a softy and I'm sensitive. Yeah, you're sensitive. Lot of stuff. Yeah, you and are, so absolutely. it's like um, when I'm especially um, I, every October is like ridiculously hard for me. 
every one of them, you know, since my mom and sister. And so I take a lot of stuff and I'm like, oh, and then this month it's just been one big ass ball of emotions. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Fantastic. He says, see, Rose, we ain't got about them 5.5 inches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really fantastic. That's what we doing. Oh, no, we didn't. Why would you even bring that up? Oh my god! <laughs> Concrete. Anyway, that was probably one of my favorite oh, moments no. during the show. I was when I was listening. I was like w- wondering if I would come across that, and I'm glad I didn't. But oh my gosh, here he go. Stop bringing up the past. He said the cancer men are the best. Oh, gosh. I don't know who's... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but about this topic, because, you know, we we, we, we oh. be up here all night. But mm. no, go ahead and finish what you were saying, and then we'll go ahead and lead on into... Girl, when you topic. said the topic, I just forgot everything. Yeah, what, oh. what's the price? <laughs> what's the prize? Yeah. What's the prize for being loyal to a black man? What's the prize? What do you um, get? Yeah. Um, and that's what I want to know. I want to know what the prize is for being loyal to black men, because we hear a lot of talk about black women who are disloyal to black men, black women who put the white man and white and are agents of white supremacy and are uh, enabling or um, permitting themselves to be used to, uh, you know, and manipulated in order to hold black men, um, to hold black men back. Um, we hear about black men who, or black women who consciously choose to exit the community and deal with men outside of black men. Um, we hear about women who basically are denigrating black men and are, um, you know, uh, not subjugating them, but emasculating them in various ways. And uh, we, we always have conversations about those women. But I want to know about the sisters who are actually loyal to black men, the sisters who actually, you know, have love for black men and and are riding for black men genuinely, Um, the sisters who hold it down for black men, who fight for black men, um, who, you know, they express their loyalty through their actions. You don't even have to guess about it. Um, You know, what's the prize for that? Uh, Is there a prize for it? I would say um, now because I was thinking about this from two different standpoints. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about like when women are out protesting, when women are fighting for um, certain laws to change, Mm -hmm. um, when women are, you know, during their due diligence within their neighborhoods, trying to help black men, you know, veterans, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Homelessness. Um, So I, I was thinking about it. And from that standpoint, and it was interesting because, you know, I'll hear on one side, black men say, we don't need your support. We don't need you yeah. to out on the front lines. We don't need you to do whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, women have done enough to ruin the community. They've done enough damage. We don't need y'all. We need y'all to get somewhere and sit down. Mm-hmm. And so then I think about the women who are loyal to those causes. And... It's interesting because it's like, okay, if you're loyal to to a, a certain plight, then I do think that you do get a certain amount of respect. Mm. Um, I think you you probably receive some love and attention back. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily 
the prize is necessarily anything tangible. Um, I think you do. It, it probably does help like your families and stuff like that. But mm. that was the other standpoint that I thought, thought of it from. Well, um, and I don't think like, well, I don't think, you know, we aren't expecting, or I don't think most women would expect the prize to be tangible. Um, I mean, when I think of the prize, I'm thinking of, you know, mutual respect, protection, um, you know, ensuring that there is a, like, that Black men also have that same loyalty. Um, and, you know, ensuring that, you know, she can um, walk down the street without being harassed, just having a Black, you know, the Black woman's back and um, you know, having a sense a sense of community and ensuring that your actions embody that in return for the loyalty that's being expressed from the Black woman. Shout out to Epic Empowerment. He says the prize is helping your sons. Um, I absolutely agree with that. Um, I can't really mm. deny that because that how we treat black men is definitely um, an impact on our sons. Mm -hmm. um, us showing loyalty to black men does have an impact on our sons and who they choose to date and mate with. Um, I, I think, think that, he means black men stepping up and helping uh, young black boys that they're, they have, they're of no relation to. I, I think that's what he meant. Right. Like, you know, black men who mentor black boys and stuff. Yeah. But, Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought he was saying that the prize for helping um being loyal to black men is going to um help our sons. Oh, okay, 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 I gotcha. Yeah, so that's what I was looking at it mm -hmm. as. And um shout out to GA Boy. He says a successful black man is like a Super Bowl ring. Y'all women better tighten up. Um, mm -hmm. GA boy, you know what? And shouldn't should that be the norm though? Um, yeah, should that be the norm? Because I feel like it should be enough for everybody to get a ring. It should be a participation trophy as opposed to, um, a Super Bowl ring. If mm. that makes sense. Does that make sense to you, Concrete? Wait. A successful black man is like a Super Bowl ring. And I feel like a successful black man should be like a participation trophy. Like most black men should be successful. It shouldn't be a one out of five. It should be uh four out of five, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I was trying to get like what he's saying. So he's saying basically that successful black men should be cherished, that we we should cherish, you know, um the successful black man. Um, yeah, but you know what I'm what I'm what I'm um what I'm trying to figure out too. Okay. When those men are cherished, but those uh, those things aren't reciprocated, mm -hmm. then what? Like if you're telling women to compete, but <laughs> they're and they're competing, but they're still not receiving um, what they should out of the offer. What do you say to those women who show loyalty no matter what? They will stay with you guys no matter what. Um, uh, and then you're steady telling them that you don't want them. You don't want American women. You don't want American black women. Mm -hmm. You're saying that the culture is totally messed up. Mm -hmm. um, the culture of women is messed up. The women don't know how to treat the men. The women aren't raising well, the children right. What, um, 
what do you tell those that are still loyal to you guys? Um, I think that that's a problem. And I think that, I think it was Brown Becky and Miss J on one of our previous streams, they were kind of talking about women who have that undying loyalty no matter what. Um, I think that having undying loyalty to the black man no matter what is a problem. I think that when you have that undying loyalty, then um, I, I think that you should be selective with your loyalty. Um, and this is coming from a black woman who's conscious, but I think that being selective with your loyalty will encourage men to um, live up to, you know, uh, reasonable standards. If you're giving that same, and, and it's, it's kind of interesting. I was on another stream a few minutes before we went live and I heard them talking about the situation with uh, Walter Wallace is his name. I'm sorry. I, it, it, his name eludes me. The gentleman who was shot in Philadelphia. Yeah. But, um, just, uh, and I was, this, it made me think of this, um, as black women, you know, we should be selective in who we are, um, giving our undying loyalty to. I think that every black man who is unjustly killed should be fought for, but I think that it does cheapen your loyalty when you say, okay, even if this man was out in the street, you know, shooting kids and, you know, selling drugs and doing all this horrible, all these horrible things, but he's, you know, killed unjustly. And then you have a man who is upstanding and, and, and in the community participating in mentoring programs and building up the community. And he gets the same type of loyalty, then it kind of cheapens, you know, your loyalty. It's kind of like, okay, so what, what, what's the sense in me doing all of this? What's the sense in me putting my best foot forward? Yeah. Um, let me read these super chats. Shout sure. out to Eric Archer. He says, too late. It's over. Community is dust. Oh, honey. Well, well, um, <laughs> shout out to Jessica X. Thank you so much. Um, and shout out to Brown Becky. She says, yes, I agree. See Rose be selective. Mm -hmm. Um, but then does that cause a problem to say, okay, we shouldn't be loyal to this group of men. We should be loyal to that group of men when those men already have a lot of loyalty to them. Does that make sense? What do you mean? What do you mean by they already have a lot of loyalty to them? Okay. So I think like when you see women who are out, um, women who are loyal to, let's just say Pookies and Ray Rays. Mm -hmm. And if we use George Floyd for an example, mm -hmm. you had a lot of women who were loyal to George Floyd, right? But let's just be honest. Um, George Floyd had a sketchy past. Mm -hmm. But you still had women that were very loyal to him. But it's like if you're not loyal to certain causes or whatever, then does it look like you're betray betraying the community? Well, and I want to say this. Like, I, when I say, you know, extending your loyalty, I'm not talking about... Um, I'm not talking about locking out a certain segment of our people. You can be a person that is, lives in the ghetto and you still, you know, get up and go to work and work at a factory for 12 hours a day. And that doesn't mean that you deserve less loyalty than someone who went to school and got a degree in their, you know, the, an architect. Um, but what I am saying is that, you know, those who are deserving of our loyalty would 
be, uh, uh, you know, um, upstanding citizens. However, in saying that, I do still believe that as a black, I'm going to say this, just, and, and I think that, um, you know, ideally that, that is how loyalty should be doled out. But in, 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 in reality, as a black woman, as a conscious black woman, I can't watch a black man be unjustly choked out on, you know, and not stand up for him and not fight mm-hmm. for him. And not, you know, like, uh, I, I, I know he had a sketchy past. I know he was alleged to be passing off a $20 bill, but the, the punishment should not have been death. And I could not watch that and not stand up and not fight and not protest and not, you know, um, call, call for justice. Let me read these super chats. Shout out to 757 Primetime. He says, like the sister who won the mega millions and spent millions bailing her boyfriend out of jail multiple times. Mm. Mm. Loyalty to the wrong man. Mm. Now she broke. Um, and now she's stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's amazing because it's like a woman being loyal to a man that cheated on her multiple multiple times mm-hmm. and it's like you can't be the victim and the volunteer but mm. you know that goes over a lot of women's heads because some mm-hmm. women are willing to sustain um certain relationships for the sake of saying that they're loyal um that they'll have their man's back no matter what but yeah and but it, it's kind of like a double-edged sword mm-hmm so if you talk to women that have been married for 30, I would even say over 20 years, mm-hmm. most of those women have been cheated on the majority, mm-hmm. the majority. Right. But to sustain a marriage for 20 years is something to that's a feat. That's something wonderful because that's something, you know, you're sustaining something, you're sustaining a relationship. You're keeping mm-hmm. a family together. That takes a lot of strength, but if that woman sat here and told you that her husband cheated um, every Sunday and had a family across town, we would look at her like she was an idiot. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I, I don't think that maintaining a marriage for 20 years is a magnificent feat if it wasn't a decent marriage. It, not, not to say perfect. I don't think perfection exists. But if it was a toxic relationship, then you was just stupid for 20 years. Um, you know, you get the award, you get the dunce cap because you were a dummy. Like, I, I don't think that's sustaining any marriage. I think that, you know, um, and, and when I say, you know, that there, there is something to be said about someone sustaining a marriage for 20 years, I think even for the man, because listen, women ain't easy to deal with either. So, you know, um, but in the same respect, if he stayed in a toxic relationship with a woman who was absolutely toxic um, for the sake of maintaining the uh, marriage, like he would get the dunce cap too. Yeah, but the the uh, it's double standards, you know. Um, because most men would leave a woman if she cheated on him and they found out about it. Most women don't leave right off. Most yeah. women will stay. Like a guy can cheat like maybe once, twice. Mm-hmm. No, I'm gonna say like a man could cheat multiple times and a woman will still stay as long as um certain mm-hmm. things don't happen. But if yeah. a woman cheats on a man, 
most men would leave that relationship right off. Well, and I wasn't used, I specifically wasn't, um, well, I wasn't trying to relegate it only to cheating because yeah. cheating isn't the only example of toxicity. Maybe she doesn't cheat, but maybe she's a total B and she goes on, you know, she gets enraged if, you know, she comes in and one thing is out of place and, you know, she's uh, verbally abusive and the children have to deal with that. So maybe she's toxic in other ways and he still stayed um, to, and for the sake of just trying to maintain the marriage. Um, I, I don't think that anybody gets an award for staying in a relationship that's unhealthy. But do you think that relationships go through periods of time of being unhealthy? Because most relationships aren't perfect when you're dealing with a, mm. another human being. Everybody mm. comes with a set of shit. No, but it Everybody. shouldn't be unhealthy. There should like gotcha. having down times where, you know, maybe you don't really like your partner right now because maybe he hates his job and he's coming home every day and he's upset and he's stressed and it's a little more difficult to deal with him because he's not happy. So you go through this for two years where he's in this job where he feels like it's a dead end and he can't move up. So at that, for those two years, you don't really like him, even though you still love him. Uh, I don't think that that is something that is necessarily unhealthy. Um, or, or some people may think, okay, if it goes on beyond a certain period of time, it is unhealthy. But when I say like unhealthy, I mean something that, you know, can, um, something that you know, can affect your mental or physical health in in, in, a, in, um, in ways. So what, it, it could be something just small. I think relationships have ebbs and flows. There are going to be times where, you know, um, you guys are just going through the motions and it's like, uh, you know, but there's no, I don't have an expectation. I mean, I was with my ex for close to 15 years. So I don't have an expectation that things are going to be all flowers and roses every day, all the time. There were periods of time where, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't even feel like going in the house. And it was, you know, I know he, um, it, you know, he worked nights, so he's at home playing the game. So I don't feel like, like whatever it was. And there, it wasn't, you know, always sunshine and, and, and butterflies, but uh, there wasn't like, it wasn't unhealthy. Um, shout out to Dwayne. The dynasty begins now, Wood. He says, mental, emotional, spiritual prizes. When an educated Black couple triumphs, the daughters and sons benefit because they see a unified, successful entity. Mm. I think that is an excellent point. Um, I think that's absolutely true. Mm. Um, I wanted to highlight something LAR said. Mm. LAR is in the cloud. In the in the cloud, in the uh, chat, clowning real bad. Um, but well, I can't find it. I do want to oh. say this while you're looking. Go ahead. I'm sorry, and then I'll. And say. he said he was practicing to make her orgasm oh, better. I saw that, that craziness. <laughs> I saw that craziness. Um, Lar, if she learn, if she goes to learn how to uh, become a, a PhD. Mm. Um, she's helping the cause too. I mean, I do want to say this really quickly. I think that women, like we romanticize relationships. I think yep. that we tend to think that, uh, you know, we are all always like our husband is always supposed to be doing romantic things for us. And I've heard, let me tell you something. I don't think this, I know this because I've heard women say that, you know, okay, well he better, you know, I want flowers for the duration of the relationship or I want, 
you know, him to, you know, um, take me out, you know, twice a week for the duration of the relationship. And the thing is, that is like unrealistic. And um, to think that as a married couple, that you're not going to have things that are more pressing than him, um, you know, uh, doing these romantic gestures, so to speak. And then in, in, in the event that he's not doing it, you feel like he's not, um, you know, being a good husband. Like, it, it's absolutely silly. Like, I think that, you know, we go into these marriages a lot of times thinking that that is how it's going to be. Um, and that is why, you know, in the Black community, nine times out of 10, we marry for love because we are in this honeymoon stage and we think that it's going to last forever. And it doesn't, it does not. I think you bring about a good point. Um, I think we do all kind of romanticize marriage. Um, you know, they'll say a lot of us want the wedding and not the marriage to be exact. And I think that brings about a really, really good point because you really like, unless you live with a person, you really don't know them until after you live with them. Um, there's only so much a person can gauge. I agree. And, um, Omega brings about a good point. He says, mm -hmm. how much one can tolerate is key. Oh, good point. I, I think it's ridiculous to go into a relationship and think that you won't ever be disrespected or you won't ever get your feelings hurt or, um, you know, a lot of things that would sustain a long, long-term relationship because things happen within a marriage. You're not always going to like your partner. Yeah. You're not, you know, I think you fall in and out of love with your partner. Now, mm -hmm. I think love probably sustains a relationship, but. Yeah, uh, I think loving the person, but like to me, loving someone and being in love is, is different. Like being in love is like that romantic you know, idyllic view of what love is. So there are times when you're not going to be in love with him. Like you don't even like him, but the love that you have, that kind of familial connection that you've developed with this person um, should always be there. Um, shout out to Complex. Um, Complex, when I was talking about disrespect, I think that now it could be like little small things of disrespect, but Okay, if you have a spouse that's always late to something, you probably you could be a stickler for a time. If a person keeps showing up late to everything, then that is a form of disrespect. Um, it may not be you, the person cursing you out and, and calling you all kind of bees and hoes and stuff like that. But it, there are certain forms of disrespect or um, if your man looks at another woman. Um, let's say y'all are chilling together and a fine woman walks by and he looks at her. Um, that's a form of disrespect, but I don't think marriage is in because he looked at another woman. Um, See, I don't know <clears throat> because I don't feel like, I don't feel like my fiance has ever disrespected me. And I don't think that disrespect, it, it has to be a part of the relationship. I think that you may not like approve of every action that he displays, but like disrespect to me is, you know, and people have different ideas of what disrespect is. Um, <laughs> but like disrespect to me is something that um, does not have to be a part of the relationship. And for me, it can't be a part of the relationship. But I think, you know, that uh, maybe you're like looking at it in a different light. Yeah. Um, Cause you said like somebody I, I, looking I at a woman. Yeah, so you are out with your man, and let's say uh, the waitress comes over and she's fine, and he, she, and let's say he's an ass man, and he looks at her ass or whatever. 
that would be considered disrespectful. Um, are you gonna break up with him because he noticed her ass? Probably not. I mean, I, you I, know. I wouldn't consider it disrespectful personally, but like I am pretty easygoing. I, you know, she has a super big butt. I'll be like, well, god dang, her butt is huge. I probably would say something. Um, so I don't know. Like some women are more, you know, apt to be like, oh, that's disrespectful. You looked at, you know, um, right? Easygoing though. Yeah. Um, I've seen um women who flip out when their men look at uh other women. Yeah. Um, but men <laughs> do the same way. Um, you couldn't bring your man at could you bring your man advice from another man? <clears throat> no, 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 no. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't know that he would be he I don't know that he would bring me advice from another woman. I'm trying to think of a, of a scenario where like, you know, maybe if I cooked his favorite dessert and, you know, he you know, even if it was a family member, his cousin tasted and said, oh, she needs to add a little more nutmeg to this or something like that. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of a scenario where he would bring me I, okay, advice. Okay, I, I got one for you. Let's say he was mm -hmm. still working outside of the house and mm -hmm. he was to eat another woman's food. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny that you said that. Okay, that was that's one of my hard no's. So when we first started, uh, when we first got into a relationship, <laughs> I told him I'm easy going about most stuff, but I said the one thing that I do not um, tolerate is I don't like other women cooking for my man. So like that was like the one thing that was like a hard no for me. You ain't gonna feed my man, like I yeah. So <laughs> and so she's like, oh, um, Mr. Concrete, I bought some lunch over here. I thought you you said that you love fried chicken. I fried the best <laughs> chicken. And he comes home and he tells you, well, I tried uh, Susie's fried chicken. And she says you needed to add adobo instead of using Lowry's. <laughs> How would you take that? That's disrespectful as hell. Oh, oh that's so funny. Um, okay. It could be, I'm laughing hard because like this, this was what my one stickler and you actually pinpointed my one thing that I was like, uh, -uh this, this, you know, I, I'm not budging on this. Oh, hell um, nah. so, okay. If I, I can tell you this, I would not take it. I would not, I would not, um, take it favorably, but <clears throat> like, I like, you know, my fiance is like so smooth with the way he handles things. I swear to God, I've never seen a man handle things so eloquently when it comes to like, even, you know, he is an attractive man and he has, you know, nice physique and stuff. So like, I think I told the story once before, but really quickly, one day we went out and we were going out to listen to like live music at this real, you know, nice spot here in Atlanta. And, um, we got there and the, I think he walked to the table first. Like he is extremely um, like chivalrous. So he will usually typically let me walk in um, first. But I think like somebody kind of cut across our paths and I just waved him on like, go ahead, I'm, you know, right behind you. So he gets to a seat first and he sits down and the women, like the table, it was communal seating and, and they do a lot of events like that. Like you'll be sitting at a table with other people. It was nothing but women at the table. So, you know, I see them looking and I'm walking up and stuff and they're like, hey, what's your name? And blah, 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 blah. And he, 
um, waited for me and he held out my chair, took my, helped me take my coat off and he like literally ignored them for a minute. And one of the ladies kept saying, well, my name is such and such. What's your name? What's your name? And he was like, introduced me to everyone at the table. Then he looked at her after introducing me and said, you know, this is my fiance, her name. And he said, and my name is such and such. Like the way he handles things, I've never felt like I had to step in and say something. So if a woman brought him food, that because he knows how I feel about it, I don't think he would be disrespectful to her. But I don't think that, I think that he would handle it in such a way that she knows that it's not okay. So I can't imagine it. You know, some things like if I say something off the wall that you just know, like, you know, Curlin is not going to go for it. It's hard for you to even imagine it because, you know, he ain't going. And that's how it like, is. For I me would in this never situation. go to Curlin and be like, oh, well, I was talking to this tech guy and he told me that you needed to build your computers like this or you don't need to buy this. You needed to get that for your computer or whatever. I just I wouldn't. Mm-mm. Because I feel like that would be a form of disrespect. Like right, I wouldn't, right, right. I wouldn't, and I don't think that's necessarily cause for um somebody to break up. But if right. that stuff was to continue to happen, then I'm, I'm sure it would be a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's interesting that you, and maybe this is a sad thing, but it's interesting that you say that because I may not take it if he came and said. Hey, so and so said, you know, you may want to try try this to clean the floors. I'll maybe like, please, type of thing and kind of brush it off. But I'm just so easy going. But he would take it as disrespect if I came to him and was like, oh yeah, um, Thomas down the street said, you know, you should do this when you're mowing the lawn. He would be like, like he takes, he would definitely take it as disrespect. So I get it. Um, and I guess it is just all in perspective, the way that you look at things. Um, so maybe that's why Complex, you know, was asking the question. But like, it is some people that may take things as disrespect that others may look at it and be like, oh, you know, that's not really nothing. So, you know, there is a, a, a spectrum. So to speak. Shout out to Miss Les. She says they little work wife always buying food. Get from oh. She better not be buying. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Shout out to Black Wizard. He said, What well, Sister George said about disrespect from Susie's food is how I see when women on YouTube complain about how other men build. Well, Chad build like this. Mm. He said, Well, you better go talk to Chad then. Uh -oh. LOL. Hmm. Um, uh -oh. Yeah, because it, and I can see that as being a form of disrespect. If you're trying to tell a man, your man, specifically how um, somebody else does something. I, yeah, I, I do think that's a form of disrespect. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> shout out to Naima mm -hmm. for the super sticker. Thank Thanks you. Thank y'all for the super chats. I have something to say about Black Wizard's comment, though. Because Black Wizard, the comment that he made, I also feel that it is pretty disrespectful to constantly be compared to or told that women of other groups um, do things better, are more feminine, are better, are better choice, are better looking, are this or that um, than Black women. So I get it because I think that it's disrespectful to hear the constant comparisons and, and Black women constantly being put down when compared to other groups of women. So yeah, definitely. But they say that the things that they say about other women are true. Should okay. Women, um, and I and I guess I'd be kind of looking at it like this: Should women actually remain loyal to men who are saying that they don't want them? 
No. Uh, well, you really you brought up two questions. Okay. So you said, what if the things that they're saying about other groups of women are true? Well, yeah. the things that black women might be saying about other groups of men and how they build could also be true, regardless of whether or not it's true. If that is your preference and you're happier with the way that they do things, then why are you over here telling us? Go over there and enjoy it. But um, to your question, um, I don't think that women should be loyal to a group of men that don't want them. Why? Who, what are you being loyal to somebody that no matter how loyal you are, they don't want you. They don't want what you are presenting. That's foolish. So what would you say the solution was to that? Because this is how I look at it. And, and I'm pretty sure you agree with this because we've talked about this before. And I know how you are about Black people and Black love. Um, but if you're saying, if we're saying that you have a group of men that's saying, you know what, Black women just aren't good enough for us anymore. Um, you're not feminine enough. You're too masculine. You're you're not pretty enough. You're fat. You're ugly. You're, you're unattractive. You're mean. And you still have women that'll get out on the front lines. You still have women who will actually sit around and try to fight for laws. You know, it, it's certain things that I've seen that women will still do, even though you do have a, a growing group of men that's saying, you know, well, they don't want us. Okay, so let me say this. Uh, Miss Les, I don't know why you're shocked at my answer. I know you guys have me pegged as this pick me, but let me tell you, I absolutely <laughs> love and adore black men. Like, Black men are royalty to me, and that is how I view them. I'm always going to have their backs. Um, however, I have my own mind and own opinions about things. I don't always agree and or, and I certainly don't believe that I cape for them. Um, as it relates to your question, I think, and this kind of may answer Mrs. Less' assertion, um, that not all black men feel like that. So yeah, there's a growing number of black men who do. So to say that, okay, let's say 30% of black men feel that, you know, we're trashed, they're leaving the community, we're, we're washed up, there's no hope for us, and they're going to seek happiness elsewhere. There's still 70% of black men who still love us and, you know, you know, want to build with us. So why should we abandon black men because there's a number of black men who no longer believe in us, no longer want anything to do with us, but there's a larger number who, who do. So it would be foolish for us to say, okay, well, we're just going to abandon ship and say screw all Black men because this number of Black men who think that we're awful is growing. No, that's, that's, um, that's, not, that's not smart. Hmm. Okay. What do you think? Um, I think that if we're not... I think it will come back and bite us in the ass more so um, because I think a group divided is a weak group. Uh, nobody is going to love us like each other. Um, we have the most unique experiences and circumstances than everybody on earth. Um, mm -hmm. I think it would do uh, black women a disservice to be disloyal to their race, mm -hmm. but I also feel I'm not going to get in there. Um, I, I feel like it, it would be a disservice because women do need protection and provision and nobody's going to provide and protect us like our own race of men. Personally, mm -hmm. that's what I feel. I agree with that. And do so, you wanna, mm -hmm. 
when you when you saying that you're not going to be loyal to black men, then that only leaves being loyal to women and other races of men and other yeah. races of men um, have their own best interests at heart. Absolutely. And they're certainly not going to be loyal to us. Why, they're not if they're why would they be loyal to a group outside of their race? So I think that it's kind of crazy. Um, in addition, like what the black brothers are saying though, is true. So I feel like, and, and I'm ready to open it up whenever you, whenever you're ready, but I want to say, I feel as though what the black men, like a lot of what we hear in this space, um, the complaints that we hear, they're valid. We cannot say that they are not, even if they are not applicable to us specifically, we still see a lot of what they say within the black community and we can't deny that. I, I, my hope is that even for those who have already left and say they're turning their back on the black community never to return, um, I hope that you know we take heed to what's being said and the messages that are being sent about our behavior, about us not being accountable for our actions and we become accountable and become better women for those who decided to stay. That's my hope. Yeah. Um, shout out to Melody. Thank you so much, Melody, for the super Um, What do you think the um, penalty will be for disloyalty? Well, what do I think, like, for Black women who are disloyal, what should the penalty be? What do you think the penalty will be if they are? Well, I think that the penalty is, you know, no protection, that, you know, you're on your own. There's, you know, no respect, no provisions being made for you because you're disloyal. But I want to say this really quickly. When we talk about not being loyal to Black men, like, what, what does that mean for our Black sons that we're raising when they become a man that they, they no longer get our lo loyalty, love and support? What about the black boys? Like if you say I'm not going to be loyal to black men, then I can't believe that you're truly 100% loyal to black boys because they're going to grow up to be black men. And in addition to that, what are you teaching your black boys? You're teaching them to develop the same feelings that some of the black men in this space have towards black women because you're telling them, I'm not going to be loyal to you once you become of age, once you become a man. And and how, you know, how detrimental is that to to to, to hear. You have a point. You have a point. Complex, what's up, brother? Hey, Complex. Hey, what's going on? What's going on with you? Nothing. You, I know you came up here to talk some mess, so <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm I ready mean, for it. What, what really? Yeah, I come up here to talk some mess. Mm -hmm. don't, I, don't, I, don't I typically talk like common sense? No, you do, but you give it to us, though. I mean, you you talk respectfully, talk, but you still I talk mess. I talk, you know, I talk you... no, I talk ra rationale, reason, mm -hmm. and logic. Yes, but you can you can still put like okay, so this is what you do. You tell us about ourselves in a respectful way. Okay, all right. Getting ready to tell you about yourself. <laughs> I'm not actually. I, I wasn't actually about to tell you anything. I was going to ask. Oh, I was actually going to ask some questions. I was going to probe a little bit. Oh, let's probe. Sister okay. George, good grief. Yay. Done just a little bit. No, I, I, I mean, no. I, I think the question was, uh, what is the price for being loyal to black men? Mm -hmm. Well, you got, you're, you're women, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what is it? Tell me. You guys are with black men, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Now, what I will say being loyal to your black man 
Um, I don't, I don't, uh, just, just for the record, I don't have a black man. Thank God. Um, (laughs) but being loyal to your black man does, uh, provide you with provision and protection, um, love, care, respect, um, somebody that's going to take care of you if you're sick, Mm -hmm. um, somebody that's going to look after your illegitimate child with you and help you out along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, somebody that's going to have (laughs) your back. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. I mean, I, from, from my aspect, from my standpoint, I feel like I've hit the fucking jackpot with Curlin because I feel Uh-oh. like Curlin is a great, great fucking man. Like I, I, I did great. Give man. him his flowers then. No, shout, out, shout out to the bro. Yep. And shout out to you for the super chat. See, he's super chat. See, thank you, thank baby. you, bro, Curlin. Now, now, if Curlin wasn't loyal to me i would have to cut him but other than that we could well why would you deal with someone who wasn't loyal to you um i'm well, not gonna necessarily do. say that i i wouldn't or i would uh, mm-hmm. i'm not you know it's one of those situations to where i'd have to be there to figure out what i would do um because i don't necessarily view certain things like other women would view certain things but you know, I'm a woman. I'm still a woman. I still get my feelings hurt. I'm still, um, I, I get jealous just like any other woman would. Um, yeah, I, I would feel some type of way if, if I didn't receive his loyalty. Well, but- you know, I, I did make a comment um, about insecurities being disguised as disrespect. So I want to make sure that what we're not doing here is we're not putting our insecurities out in front as a means of, of uh, I guess you can say yeah. testing, testing our partner's loyalties. I, I want to make sure that what we're not doing is we're not trying to use loyalty as a hammer. Wow, that's interesting. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say, okay, um, there are certain things that, like I said, that men would probably find disrespectful, just like women would find disrespectful. Um, if a woman is bringing your man food most women don't want another woman cooking for their man. Most women don't want that. Okay, so wait, is it disrespectful for the woman to cook the food or for your man to accept it? For, for if if she knows he's in a relationship, then it's on both. No, 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 no. I'm asking yeah, well, it's, it's is it, definitely, is it let me, let me, let me say this. Let me okay. say this. Okay. If, you're in a relationship and let's say y'all have a mutual uh, friend. She knows he's in a relationship. Y'all know they're in a relationship. Um, yeah. And let's just say it was a coworker that you, you know, like a, a coworker that, that may find Curlin attractive. I'm just say Curlin. Okay. Um, if she knows he's in a relationship and she decides that she wants to sashay her stank ass over there and bring him a plate that okay. she our house yeah oh. i would i would have a problem with that well, wait a minute but and, if he, and, if he, and if he doesn't it. yeah i would have well, a problem well, with that. no and if he rejects it is there an issue there's not an issue on his okay end. stop 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 then then then, then that see that now because if you're going to tell me anything else after that now we've got insecurities at play and that's what's going to cause fucking that's problems. not would being you? secure oh, but you really say this so i'll give you an example um, your uh wife's coworker, or let's say girlfriend, because I, I know your situation, I get it. Let's say your girlfriend, um, girlfriend's coworker decides to call your house at ten o'clock at night. Would you feel like that was disrespectful? Well, 
my girlfriend's not going to be having anybody calling the house at 10 o'clock at night. And that was my whole point. Is he, is he accepting the food? If he's, if he's rejecting it, that means he's basically letting her know, Hey, look, you know, you're crossing the boundaries. And at that point, I think you should go ahead and just feel assured, rest assured. So if you're laying in bed, you're laying in no, bed. No, 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 no. Going... Hmm? Wait, sorry about that. My phone is ringing. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, sorry about that. Um, no, I'm going back to the food scenario because that's an actual scenario that I went through. Okay. okay. All right. So the reality of it is, is this, like the benefits of loyalty, you're asking that question or whatever, whatever the question was there, is that you, you have assurances. That's, 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 that's the benefit of loyalty. You have assurances. You don't have to actually do all that. To do all what? What you're talking about. Because if another woman is trying to make advances to me, right, by trying to like offer food to me and do whatever she's trying to do, here's what she's doing. She's putting my very good situation in jeopardy. Exactly. Okay? Yes, and he okay. can assure a situation, but what if the woman continues to try? Now, 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 let me tell you something. Now, this is what I'm talking about, your insecurities. You really can't control what other people do. But what you have exactly. to do is you have, you have to trust in your man. And that's what that's, that's the whole that's yeah. what the loyalty is. No, I agree with Complex on that one. And that's kind well, of why I well, said I feel so secure I agree with, with my guy and how that we handle it. Don't act like okay, in a perfect I agree world. With him on that no, one no, too. It's not wait, hold on. It's not about perfect world, sister George. Yeah, well, well what no, I'm no, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Go go complex. Well, wait, but I'm just saying, if you're going to question the nature of loyalty, I would, I would ask you, go read the definition of the word, because what I just explained is that. Another per, okay, this is what I'm saying. If a woman decides to hit on your man, there's nothing you can do about a woman deciding to hit on your man. Now, if the man is telling her and he's rejecting her advances and she still continues to do that, then at some point that does become her disrespecting no, and what you and what you've got going on and what you're doing and what you're doing is what a lot of women do what they do is they start creating a say an imaginary scenario in their head look i'll tell you like this once i recognize what it is that a woman is trying to do and i put the kibosh on that shit, that's pretty much it now if you if you want to if you want to continue to think some other shit. And then as a result, you want to start causing conflict between you and I? Other shit. That's not saying anything on your man because a woman hit on him. If a, a woman keeps hitting on your man, and, and it may not necessarily have to be at work or whatever, but let's say a woman keeps hitting on your man. He's told her no. She keeps, she's steadily trying to come. There He's is, no, sta there is no steady that's trying. There's no steady trying. Yeah, if he's shutting it down. If the dude says no, that's it. That's what I mean. That's you don't want it. You keep uh, it going at this yes. point. Yes. Had, had a situation where um, there was a woman who was steadily hitting on him. He shut her down. He told her he had somebody. She still came. And I was like, now, if this heifer comes one more time, I'm going to get her because you've already shut it down. But it's this. But this is the, but this is the thing. This is the thing, Sister George. He cannot control what another woman does. Like, I'm not saying that he can, Rafi. I'm saying that it's still disrespectful. If, if she keeps doing it, it's still disrespectful. 
Well, okay. Okay. he may not still... be able to control what another woman does, but I assure you, like, uh, my fiance is extremely direct. Once he tell you that's enough, you ain't gonna. You, he's the type of man that he has. A, a, uh, his, he has. He's very strong, and his strength en- enters the room before he does. You're not going to offer him something again after he's told you he's not interested. Oh no, concrete! You got some baby. <laughs> Let me uh, tell you something. No, I and, and say- I say this. I'm I'm saying this because I've seen situations to where people have been with other people and bitches are still pushy. Bitches know that persistence gets them a lot of places. Yeah, I understand. But women don't like their feelings hurt. And I'm telling you, like he his motto, like what he says to women, he will tell a woman, like, know your limitations. I'm beyond your scope. Like he will tell like he's extremely direct. He don't play around. I mean, he's from the Northeast. He like you ain't gonna come to him offering him something over and over after he's but, told you he's not interested. He's just not that type of man. You can't question his if it, if another chick is doing something, don't don't bring his loyalty in. Just let's just do this. That's her action. Do, do not do him. not bring yeah. Do not bring his fucking loyalty into question. If that's if that's where I, you want to take it, take okay? it. Right. Let's just make because sure you're taking it out of the realm you. of his loyalty. Okay. Hey, and I'll, give, I'll give you I'll give you a, an example, Sister Jory. I have a I have a best friend, right? She knows that I'm in a relationship. She knows that I'm in a five year relationship, but she keep flirting with me over and over again. She has told her family mm. on the number of a case on the so number of the cage that so we need to be a friend bro. that we uh, go together. Uh, Okay, oh, no. so Rocky, let's break this down. Let's break this down. Right. If your woman had a man that was steadily hitting on her, would she be allowed to be friends with him? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh. No. No. Okay. no. Well, wait, 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 no, wait, 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 wait. Complex. Let me let me just get a word. Go ahead. Go ahead. This, you is, got it. Go ahead. Go this ahead. is an aggravated situation, man. Y'all are acting as if now loyalty has to come into a situation when it's not his fault or her fault who gets hit on. That's them doing that. Now is exactly. like, like what else are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to just be like, oh well, I didn't know you was gonna hit on me. You you can't control that. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Like that's not that's not his or her fault, man. But if like, he said that he would still continue to be friends with her, then he's that's in, disrespectful. Uh, I, uh, how if is if you got okay. a woman that's hitting on you and you know you're in a relationship? What is it to cut that friendship off if you know that woman's hitting on you and trying to? Okay, you set boundaries with the okay. friendships and still too though. Like you can you can be exactly. on some stuff. Now, if it gets too toxic, this is the thing. First of all, if it gets too toxic, yes, it is a trap. If it is too toxic too to toxic. the point, that's the only thing that this woman does to this man, and she's gonna keep flirting with him, flirting with him, flirting with him. And he told them over and over and over again, like, nah, it's a dub. Like, yo, fam, like. Peace out. Like there should be boundaries. Or if she, un- he, he had that subtle conversation. He was like, "Yo, look, listen. You understand? I'm a five year relationship. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Can you keep it? Can, you, can you chill out with that? Can you chill, I mean, wait, with, can are, you chill are, with that? Go ahead, are we complex. are we seriously hedging all of this loyalty and all this shit over some bullshit ass? Advances from a woman that your man already turned you down. Like, what the you relegated the situation to just that. We actually covered a, an assortment of situations. Oh, no, that's literally the situation we're talking about right now. And like, uh, I, situation. Well, so we can talk about another situation complex. Well, no, that well, okay. Well, you were literally talking about this. So I'm just saying, are you seriously relegating it all the way down 
to whether a woman keeps making advances on a person after, okay, after he already says, hey, yeah, no dice. And you keep going. Well, well but she, she keeps going. She, she's going to still do say, okay, what the fuck? That means she has mental issues. That's what it means. <laughs> what? She has mental I, I, issues. I can't do anything about that. Yeah. It's like you told a person already what the rules was. They're going to keep sitting up there breaking the rules. You already knew exactly what the rules was. Like, what, what else is there to talk about? And, and this and this woman, Lord she has mercy. given me cards and everything. And I and the the, the last time well, that she, she recently just gave me a card talking about how much she likes me and all that. And yeah. I told her when she, that this <laughs> last time she I'm like to, she seems psychotic, but that's I just what I'm saying. Say I do I do want to say this. Um somebody brought up in the in the chat about uh my former work husband um first of all that was you admitted you had a work husband well yes but it was like you know so much for loyalty i just brought this up to say (laughs) that was former when i was single that was like six years ago the example that i was talking about and um, I don't know that that's one of his like hard no's. Like he, you know, I know like a lot of things he is not tolerant of. Um, and he probably wouldn't be comfortable with that. Now, let me take that back. I know he wouldn't be comfortable with that, but um, that's not my current situation. Let me just so say I'm this not being quick. a hypocrite. I'm, I'm gonna just oh, say this. Thank God. Let me, let me talk about me. All right, so Sister George and C Rose, let, let's just break it down to the point. Loyalty, when I think about loyalty, mainly what it's geared towards is rules and boundaries between the both individuals that's in the relationship. That's it. Nobody steps over nobody else's toes. Everybody knows exactly what they're supposed to do. We go on about our way. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> okay, well, we, we said let's talk about another scenario. So I want to flip it. So, okay, um, I recently saw where there's a gentleman, his name is uh deval and he was talking about his wife uh he was talking to his wife on their podcast they have the dead ass podcast so he was talking to his wife about um how women um don't want that you want to enter into these relationships and you expect the man to be in a monogamous relationship with you but you don't want to you know when when they marry they don't want to keep up with the demands that the man has on them as it relates to um, you know, sex. So, you know, feel like that they want it too much or I don't feel like it. And I personally think that, you know, there, if, you know, when you marry and you have kids and you're both working and you have all this stuff going on, you also have to factor in all of those things because that can affect your desire to be intimate with your partner. But at the same time, if you are expecting a man to enter into a monogamous relationship with you, shouldn't you also expect to ensure that he his you know needs are met? I think yes. wives have an obligation um, to their husband. Um, that situation Uh-oh, pick that I me. Saw, <laughs> I'm aware <laughs> proudly, honey. Um, <laughs> all day, pick me, Shapukisha, honey. Hey, I dig it. Pukisha Middleton. That is my name. Um, but I feel like wives do have an obligation to their husbands. Um, I kind of felt like she was wrong because then she was like, You well, you didn't have to get married to me. You didn't have to uh you didn't have to go through with this situation. And yeah, it's like 
I found that to be. She was so flipping crazy. it. She wasn't answering the question directly. She went into, well, you didn't have to marry me. And he's like, well, you were saying you no longer, even though we had already been living together, you were saying you no longer wanted to shack up unless I put a ring on it. So, you know, she kind of pressured him, but she she flipped it when, as opposed to just answering the question and saying, yes, I do expect you to be monogamous. Um, however, I don't feel like I should have to, you know, give you sex on demand or whatever her response was. She flipped it to, I didn't tell you, I didn't make you, I didn't force you to marry me. Yeah, I thought she was being delusional as shit. And um, I thought it was really, really disingenuous on her part. Because it's like if the man didn't marry you, you'd have felt like shit. Um, you know, she would have felt some type of way. And then a lot of women act like good men grow on trees. Like you can just mm. go pick one out. And I don't think. Um, yeah, I agree. But I know that like some, you know, women, it, it is, you know, her body, her choice. But I do think that that is something that and she said, I, I didn't, if I knew then what I know now, like I didn't know that, you know. I didn't know I would have a problem keeping up with the demand. So hindsight is twenty twenty. No, it's um, infatuation. That's why. I want to get some of the other guys in here and yeah. see, you know, let you guys chime in too. I'm not sure who came up next. Was it Brown Bird or LAR? I don't know. Let's get the LAR up in here because, you know, he always talking mess in the chat, honey. Mm -hmm. Ranch Gate. Ranch Gate. Oh, oh, you wrong, LAR. Uh, it make me stab Bernard. <laughs> At the end of the, at the, forget the end of the day, one of the early bottom lines that people are not admitting is a lot of people are either loyal to their own selfish wants or they're loyal to dysfunction. So it's hard to be actual. We're talking, we talk loyalty as an ideal in an ideal sense, but most people are dysfunctional. That's their norm. Mm. So a lot of this stuff is like the loyalty for most people. And I hate to say it, it's fair weather. If things are good, I'm loyal. If things are not good, I'm not. If he, exactly. If, if he's if he if he's doing quote unquote, if he's providing, holding it down, guys are accustomed to being to people being loyal for that. If she's fine, women are accustomed to got to guys being quote unquote loyal to that. The minute you're not popping like that anymore, it's pretty much a wrap for most people. So people exactly. are leveraging loyalty to get whatever they can get out of a situation. Damn. Oh, and by the way, uh, don't get mad because you can't make fried chicken like Ernestine. Ernestine, my ass cut. Listen, he better eat my fried chicken and Popeyes. That's that's your choice. <laughs> one or the other. Wait, wait, a black woman. It's a black woman. Remember, she giving a place. Lady with the attitude, you gonna, you gonna that's, her, that's her damn problem. Yeah. She can't go feed her own damn man trying to feed mine. No, what gonna do? <laughs> but but that's your insecurity. Okay, so you if my yeah. wanted to uh buy me lunch every day, that would that would that be Curlin's insecurity? If a co-worker was trying to buy me lunch every day, that wouldn't be his insecurity unless I was taking it right. That would be that would be his insecurity too. Cause what because cause to be honest, to I'm gonna be honest with you, Sister George. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh uh a a, a man or a woman buying or vice versa, it doesn't mean anything. It only means something if he said if if he 
take the bait. If he like, okay, thank you for buying me lunch, and you have a good and nice day. That's it. That's where it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, I, I understand that it can be tied to insecurities. I think for me, like it's an old Southern thing, and it's just right. like you know, you never let them. Like you never let another man, you know, another woman feed your man. Hold on, hold on. Can we be honest about that old Southern thing? What? Back then, all the women could cook. Oh, oh, they got Uber Eats now. Thank you, Leon. Listen, Uber Eats now. All that. If if you can cook, right? Of course I can. Come on. Okay, I can cook, right? Okay. Okay. We're not talking pop tarts and Captain Crunch. I wasn't either. That's not what they be feeding you. LAR. LAR be getting them ramen noodles and, and um, hot pockets. So, listen. She had a little hot sauce to the ramen noodles, honey. <laughs> With the season sauce. Yeah. The hot sauce to the ramen noodles. Yeah. Um, but listen, I think that to me, it, like I said it in a playful tone when the conversation came up, but I was serious with my with my fiance when I brought it up to him. But if he had like if you if it was a situation where he had he gave me pushback, like, no, you know, I, I, the women at, at my job, you know, they, they cook well and they often bring food and we have potlucks and whatever, whatever. And he brought up a valid argument like that's something that's a compromise that you have to make with your with your um, significant other. Like if he's like. You know, he refuses to, um, you know, uh, uh, submit to that request, then, um, you know, you got to talk about it and y'all compromise. But he may have requests that you may think is silly. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe you have a group of people that you go out with and it's mostly men and y'all usually do Friday happy hour, but he's not cool with that. So to me, it's a respect factor. If you respect the fact that he is not comfortable with it. And he respects the fact that you're not comfortable with him taking plates from, you know, the women at his job, then, you know, uh, he would stop doing it and you would stop doing it in order to, um, in order to um, ensure that he's comfortable. Um, let's get Shuey Celeste up in here. Hey, Shuey. Hey, sisters. <laughs> hey, hey. But um yeah yeah I'm I'm a little bit lost so y'all have to update me okay well, on the conversation. <laughs> well stay tuned Shuey. Um we're gonna get uh Brown Bird in here and then game changer and we'll come back to you. Wait a minute, I already right. spoke. I, I ain't trying to hog the mic. Oh spoke. okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you chimed in. I thought that you were just chiming in on one aspect. I mean, I'll, so. I'll introduce myself real quick. I mean Brownberg flying in the building. Uh, <laughs> give it a mic over to the other dudes. I already spoke. We'll we'll let Game Changer say something and then chaos. I'm sure Game Changer gonna have some mess um, with him. So um, Game Changer, what you got? Because uh, uh, and I saw that you you actually talked about something similar after we had came up with this topic um, yesterday. I think was it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, it was or, yesterday because yeah. I was like, you gotta be freaking. But kidding. in reverse, yeah, he talked about the reverse. <laughs> Go ahead, Malcolm X um, strain. No, you yeah. talked about. Um, oh my gosh, what was it? You were talking about prize. The prize, yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that with the with the two. With yeah, the two. Our, men, our men, the prize. Yeah. So, um, what I want to address is something um, you ladies said earlier when it was just the two of you, and that was that um, should we be well? First, first, let me get your definition of loyal because um, when it was the two of you and y'all had your dialogue, I was confused, um, or maybe you have two definitions. One being um, loyalty, as in um, 
political support and the other being loyalty as, you know, just general respect in a relationship. Yeah, um, we were trying to cover both aspects of it. Yeah, we just talked about how we were talking about it from multiple aspects, but I was talking about it in a general sense, not just in your relationship. Okay, okay, I got it. So so two definitions. Um, there. So later in the conversation, um, you were saying that should we be loyal to men who have certain complaints um, about Black women being the fattest women um, on the planet, um, and at least here in the uh, U.S., um, per capita and, you know, the attitude and the hair and things like that, the the ill rearing of children, uh, the general complaints, um, you say that should we be loyal, meaning should we give general respect and political support to a group of men who has complaints about Well, that wasn't things? the question, Game Changer. We didn't say men who have complaints. I think she asked, should we be loyal to men who um, have no desire to what was the question Danny that you asked you didn't ask about men who because I actually said I think those complaints are legitimate and mm -hmm. even those who decided that they no longer want anything to do with the black community and or black women we should still take heed to the complaints that they voice she didn't say complaints I forgot the word but she was talking about should we be loyal to those who no matter what we do they don't want anything to do with black women but you see, um, and I think that that's where the misunderstanding is, because um, it's never really implied or said that no matter what you do, um, it's always implied if they're making a complaint about being overweight, that if you lose weight, then they wouldn't complain. So there is things that can be done. I'm curious, um, why wouldn't a simple solution to this problem be to lose weight, for example? <laughs> well, nobody's Go ahead, Annie. Well, I was going to say, if you're still having women that are um, overweight, that's still getting married, um, and you, and I'm not saying they're getting married by large numbers, but you do see fat, fat women with husbands. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of fat women with husbands. I live in Mississippi. It's a thing. So if you're telling someone um, to lose weight, but you still have the men validating them, does that, does that um, add to that scenario? Okay, um, good point. However, it seems as though there's a concern about um, should you be loyal to a group of men because some of them have this concern. So the concern exists now, um, which means that you're concerned about their concern See, because you're. No, you're, you're okay. to, go ahead. Uh, which means which means that you're uh, concerned about their concerns. If you want these guys silenced, which it definitely seems like you do, um, wouldn't the solution be to lose weight? That's not you're, whether you're whether whether, it, whether you GC, marry or that's not. not what you see. You're minimizing it in order to make an argument. We're not talking about men having valid complaints. We're talking about those who don't want anything to do with the black community. Like you know, they're complaining and they're telling us about all the awful things about black women and making these comparisons to women from other groups and telling us how much better they are than us. But they really don't want anything to do with us, even if we were to you know uh, correct the. The, yeah, the and game changer. Do they ever say that? that? But wait a minute, game changer. Because um, you were just making the argument a couple of weeks ago that it, even if the women improved, a lot of men still don't want these women because it's too late. Like it's oh, over. It's a wrap. Really? Oh yeah, this is true. Yeah. So See? I'm saying. So You're what I'm pretty. saying is, should women still be loyal if you still have a, if you have a group of men saying, "Fuck that! It's too late. It's over with." You should women still be competing? Should they still be loyal to you guys if that's what you're saying? Absolutely not. If you oh, are that yeah. woman, 
See, here's the thing. If you are that woman. Now, I don't like when women who are fat, belligerent and overweight are, excuse me, fat, belligerent and uh, just generally unappealing um, personality wise, um, telling my good pygmies that they should leave. No, the good women <laughs> should no, the good women should stay. The good women should stay. But yes, if you want to haul your fat ass elsewhere, then by all means do. But I don't like it when when women say, you know, should women. You're not women. If you are, if you're fat and you're belligerent and you're all of these things, you shouldn't speak for the plurality of decent women. No, you go. You go. If a man oh, wow. is if a man is talking about you, if in his complaints it's a description of you, then yes, he wants you to leave. But don't take your little sister um, who's hotter with you. That's what I'm saying. You know? And I think that is what's being attempted here when they say should women. You know, don't take away the regular women. No, no, take away the <laughs> Take away well, the I don't think it works like that, though, um, Game Changer. I don't think that we're just when, when, when women make the argument that, you know, um, women that other women should not be loyal to the race because of X, Y, Z, mm -hmm. that they only want to appeal to those who are unappealing. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm saying fat women shouldn't be loyal to the race if the men are calling you fat. <laughs> but if the if 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 men are complaining about fat and you're not fat, then continue with your loyalty and get me a sandwich. By all means, do so. But you're I saying never... that you don't want the sandwich because all of these products are of are of the same tree. So no, they're not. One is of a fat tree, and the other one is of a young sapling. They're not of products of the same tree. If, if see a, a fat woman is in a tree all of her own. Can I, when we were talking about con when we were talking about concrete stepson, and we were talking about his situation or whatever, and she was saying that she was teaching him um, game mm -hmm. um, in certain situations. You were saying that um, she's teaching him game to deal with the same types of women. It's the same thing that y'all talk about with Kevin Samuels. Um, when certain women, when black women call in, y'all are saying that he's talking to these women and um, telling these women that they should compete, but he's talking to women that ain't about shit. He like, he's talking to women that's not about shit. So what's the point if he's not talking to fine, young, hot women? Don't no, he's, no, he's telling them to become fine and hot women. Yeah, um, but you guys, however, that is the only argument made many times in this same space. Like, why is he talking? He's talking to these big fat assholes, these hoes, da -da 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 -da. and and then yes, even being fat. a black educated woman, fine or whatever, and her mentality is still messed up. Y'all are saying that the whole tree is bad. Yeah, yeah, it is bad. Make a better tree. Listen, if your tree is bad, then give me a better tree. The solution is I'm going to take all the good tree. I'm going to leave and take all the good trees with me. No, no. You're trying to you're trying to extort. The thing is, is that it's always negative. You're always threatening to try to attempt to take something away instead of for giving us more. Give us more sandwich and give us more slimmer bitches and, and, and give us more beautiful. That's what we want. But instead of for doing that, Instead of for doing that, you know, you're you're saying, you know, oh, well, let's take away the one deemable quality that we collectively have. And that's that we march. I don't give a damn about marching, but it's the one thing that y'all do and everybody does it. So so stop trying to take away stuff and start giving us stuff. Give us Pilates and give us sandwiches. Uh, 
I'm going to say something real quick and get out of here. That was hilarious, though. Um, in essence, if we're all around the same age, in the same age group, women are talking to the sons of the era of these ninjas ain't ish and all the good black men are dead, in jail, gay, or with white women. So at this point, the loyalty part has a, it's kind of perverted because these are the guys who were treated as such. And now you're asking those guys for loyalty. You get what I'm saying? I do. So in some ways it comes off as in that space, it comes off as very selfish and narcissistic because people like to omit the fact that that's, these are the types of guys you actually dealing wouldn't want loyalty from it's like oh i want loyalty today them other 10 15 years i don't know what you're talking about but wait a minute lar wait a minute wouldn't that be true though because if you're if we're talking to the sons then the sons are talking to the daughters of those same situations nope nope the daughters don't have fathers not in the black community the daughters don't um have fathers well, yeah, but if you're talking, if you're still talking to kids that you're still talking to boys that didn't have fathers either. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You're you're, you're saying that negative attributes. You're saying that black on, men are, uh, right quick. Let me just say you're saying that black men are whispering bad things about black women to their sons, but black fathers aren't in the house. Go for it, so I'm saying that both are still a product of that single mother environment. The boys are not going to turn out better than the girls. Um, mm -hmm. Both no, turn no. out fucked up. It's the single no, mother no, no, saying no. to the girls, "Men ain't the, shit," the, and they're saying I to the boys, agree. Shit. The, the, the the part of that that that's left out is you need to go to school and get an education so you because you you so you don't have to depend on what a man. So that that's the daughter's logic, you know, but logic even in that era. So even those daughters had some type of animus to the guys at some point this is true so let, let me let me get out of here because i gotta cook because you know you know ernestine ain't bringing me no fried chicken or not baby look them ramen <laughs> noodles up. Yeah, exactly go hook chicken them noodles up and throw it in there and hook them up lar <laughs> haters <Get> them straight <laughs> okay i wanted to see if shuey celeste wanted to chime in before we get chaos and dennis in here uh, you know what? I'm gonna just listen for now. <laughs> <laughs> I know I saw your comments, and I know it's kind of all over the place. We this was the original discussion before we started talking about a lot, you know, permitting uh work wives to bring the uh, our, our fiancés or men uh meals. So I I'll let you listen and we'll see what chaos has on it. All right. Um, um this dude channel always creates topics uh, that ignite the gender war, blame uh, concrete. Go ahead, oh, 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 Listen, we talk, about, we talk about things that, you know, we deal with in real life and we talk about things that we see and things that are already impacting our community and are pervasive within our spaces. So it's not that like we're bringing up something and um, reigniting a flame that was extinguished. Like these are topics that are, are being discussed. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chaos. Um, I would say this. Um, earlier in the conversation, they talk about how if a man is in a relationship with his woman and what I heard a woman is whispering trying to hit on a man that's already taken 
earlier. Am I right, ladies? This is early in the conversation, right? What, what, what did you say? What, well, remember you were saying that what, the situation you were talking about with Curlin, where a woman continued, and uh, so, Raphael yeah, so, was. Oh, what about her? Well, the best answer, Remy, to resolve that if he's interested in the man, right? The man should do one or two things. Matter of fact, this is the only thing he do. He gives him, gives her the dick. After a while, after get up, put his pants on to listen. Thank you, but I can never be with you. And walk off and go back to your girl and tell us, yo, she was stupid. She think I was gonna leave you for her. That's horrible <laughs> advice. Horrible. I mean, hey, listen, you got to upfront on because let me tell you something. You know, well, ladies, when a when a when when a woman sees a man with somebody. They gonna try to get that person because like, mm, something must be interesting about him that she's with him. Cause a lot of women don't want to deal with no dude that's not in a relationship on the average. Once you're in a relationship, they gonna watch and say, "Let me get that." Cause other women want to take what's already been taken. It's a challenge. Competition. Yes. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna say this as 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 nicely as I can, right? No, you said you said in the most evilest way possible. There's no niceness. Don't get curling cut. Go ahead, Dennis. What you got? No, no don't worry, don't worry. Curl, curl, girl, do it. He'll tell you. Not kind of. You're not that woman. You're not. No, I'm just kidding. Listen, um, Danielle. I mean, I mean, sister, you're not gonna be about the life. You value your freedom. You value your son. Mommy has to see his son next day. You're not cut for no one for no reason. You know how it goes, sweetie. You know everyone how women are about their husbands? No, I say every everyone wants a, a man that's been taken on the average. I say, you know, just for spite, so they can shove in your face and say, your man gave me some ha-ha. You know how they go. <laughs> Anywho, uh, <laughs> what do you have on the topic? Because chaos, chaos is about to get put out. Hey, what's up, sister George Concrete Rose? Hey, I, I don't know what he's talking about, but I guess to sort of bring this back on topic. Uh, look, man, so here's the thing. Like, and this this is something I never really understood. If your women are saying, you know, you, you ain't nothing, you've been oppressed, you don't provide any value, um, you know, I don't have to listen to you, that's cool. Just leave. I mean, here's the thing, man. It's like, you... you if what I'm gonna say, a lot of people ain't gonna like, but I really don't think a lot of black men have have as many options to date outside as they as they claim they do. Because if because if if a lot of black men did, they wouldn't be up on panels talking about Whoa. this. Whoa! All Whoa. the this time. Because for me, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Don't try to silence that man. Let him talk. Hold on. For me, I okay. Let let me let me just be 100 percent honest. For me, the reason why I the reason why when I get on panels and stuff like that, I, I don't talk bad about black women or oh, like you know they're not doing it is because to be truthful, I don't have to date African American women. I've dated outside of my race all my life. So again, if if you you feel like your women doesn't value you or anything like that, make yourself into a higher quality person so you can date outside your race. That's all I'm trying to say. Hmm. So does uh, black women not being loyal, like if you saw droves and droves of black women dating white men, you guys wouldn't be offended by that? 
me personally, I wouldn't be offended by it because the way that I would see it is, okay, hey, sister, go do you. Hey, if you if you want if you want a white dude, he treats you right. You like him, he like you. Hey, go for it. I mean, I, I what am I supposed to do? I that that's their happiness. That's their freedom. That's their decision. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but um, I think that there would be a lot of African American uh, men who who would like you know think that the sisters betrayed us or things like that. And the other thing too, man, is is I think a lot of that comes from this whole struggle love concept, this whole struggle love concept in the black community. It shouldn't be about this whole struggle love and we got to struggle together. I recognized when I was seven, eight years old, I ain't fucking struggling. <laughs> I mean, and I got to say it, but life is too good to be like, you know, struggling. I'm not going to be struggling with nobody else. So if you got a problem with dating inside your race or people don't treat you right, then, then go outside. Like, you know, hey, Sometimes I go one for 20 when it comes to dating outside my race, but I know I can find if I really wanted to, I know I can find somebody else who, who appreciates me. So that's all I got to say for the brothers. And I'm actually about to hit this gym. So. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming up, Dennis. Um, what you, I Dennis. wanted to know, I wanted you to answer this last question. If you can, what do you think the prize is for being loyal to black men though? Well, again, and, Hey, brothers ain't gonna like what I'm gonna say, but I mean, let's just be honest, man. A lot of brothers, are, are we we acting like we got it together. We acting like we running our own businesses. We acting like we the top quality. You know, there's not. I ain't gonna lie. There, there ain't a lot of brothers around here who got it like that. So a lot of black dudes, like you know, it's capping talking about like you know, black men are the best. And I mean, here's the thing. I'm I'm out here. I see it. I went to you know some of the top universities in the country. Like, you know, I've I've been there. I've been on this soil. And to be honest, man, what first of all, ain't a lot of brothers up there in the first place. And second of all, like, you know, even if they up there, I mean, they're not really bringing a lot. So that's what I'm saying, brothers. I mean, if if y'all if, if y'all want to rebuild the black community and all sort of stuff, I mean, hey, we got to step it up too. It's not just all on the women. Okay. Okay. I agree. Thank you so much, Dennis. Um, next. We appreciate your perspective, Dennis. Thank you. Game changer, what do you say? What is the prize for being loyal to black men? Well, I mean, to make loyalty, a sandwich. I mean, loyalty is really, um, as you describe it, the absence of a negative. First of all, you know, um, don't really give a care. I'm not going to curse. I'm, I don't really give a care about the marching um, aspect of the loyalty. And when somebody when somebody gets uh, murdered or something like that, um, a black woman who's not the woman who's asking for a prize marches. Um, I could care less. You get nothing for that. As of as um, and as far as the other definition of loyalty, just general respect in a relationship. I mean, you get respected as well. So that's the prize. Like, you know, you be respectful and people are respectful so to you. I mean, not many people ask for a reward. By, well, I mean, loyalty, not many people, you get respect. Huh? No, she was asking, what's the prize for being loyal? So you said it's respect? Well, remember, I was asking you earlier for the definition, and one was general respect, and the other was, you know, political backing. Um, you know, 
both, I mean, so the first one, or excuse me, the second one, political backing, there, there's nothing because it has very little value to, um, especially me. Now, the second one, just general respect, you get general respect back. I mean, the fact that like no one, no one really asks, it's, it's kind of like a kid saying, you know, um, what do I get if I say please and thank you? Like, do I get a raise in my allowance or something like that? It's, it's, it's the, the question itself is so like, why are you trying to get something for what should be nothing? Is the no, question. No, 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 no. I mean, but okay. In the yeah, analogy yeah. you just used, you said when a child says please and thank you, they get whatever. Generally, they get whatever they're requesting. If you don't say please and thank no, you, no, you can I please have dessert for dinner? No, no, you can't. You know, <laughs> and every kid says please. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. every kid says please. That, that's the thing. Basically, what you're saying is that in the black community, general respect is so scarce. It's so scarce that you want something for it. It should have value, something like this being so scarce. And the thing is, no, it has no value. It's, it's just basically you being a decent human being. And, I, and you get nothing for being a decent human being. Nothing True. at all. Uh, yeah. When you put it like that, it makes perfect sense. You get nothing for me. So, but the thing is, Black women feel as though they're being loyal to a group that's not loyal to them. That is, right. you know, the crux of the question. You know, sure. Black women feel they're being loyal to Black men who aren't loyal to them. Black men are very loyal to you. Oh, how is it displayed? Every time you see a Black man with a woman who's less pretty than he is handsome, and that is far too often in the Black, <laughs> black community, that's a sign of loyalty. <laughs> Every time you see a fit man with a fat woman, that's a sign of loyalty. I don't think that's. I don't think that that is a sign of loyalty per se. Unfortunately, that's something that that's something that makes sense. No, maybe she was fit when they got together, and she no, she was never fit. They, um, concrete. You know, most black men don't have standards. We'll take anything and fuck. Yeah, so not having standards because we're not, loyal. Not having standards is a display of being loyal. Yes, it is. Listen, listen, listen to me. Most Bingo! people, no, most people don't care. Most people don't care. The fact that you're still dark skinned is an example of how loyal we are. Do you know that most most places in this world that had slavery barely have any dark skinned people? Why? Because their fathers and fathers and fathers weren't loyal. We're loyal. Just the fact that you're here, pitch black, means wow. that we're. He wow. He's talking about me. No, I'm talking about in general. I'm talking about to the dark <laughs> people. Oh, Danny, you don't know No, 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 game changer. No, I'm kidding. I'm not talking about individual. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the. There's a lot of dark skin hate in, in, in this space, boy. No, 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 no. Y'all you, know I'm not like that. No, listen. Though, why we gotta be pitch black? No, I'll be seeing those comments in your chat. Um, light skinned women send their pictures to. No, they're trying to have my phone. No, I did that to troll the colorism um, women. My point oh. is, my point is, and whether you're a black man or a dark skin man or a dark skinned woman, my point is, is that dark skinned people do not exist in such high concentration in other slave colonial um, places. And that is because um, when people were freed in England and France and Brazil, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. When people were freed in this place and the women came to them and say, how would you like to only be with 13% of the population? The men said, fuck that, but we're loyal here in the States. So be happy and get me a sandwich. Uh, mm. um, shout out to Melody for the super sticker. Thank you so much, Melody. <laughs> 
Um, we we could have been bred out. We could have been we, we could have been started this. You listen, know, though, we but just you know have this bread idea. Y'all like to well, say that. Well, that's a sign of loyalty because black oh. women could have started seeking um, men did, of other races too. Loving versus the state of Virginia. Y'all no, did it. it no, no, y'all did. It just wasn't reciprocated. Oh, like God. this swirling thing is not new. This is something that has been going on. You know, daughters of the slave trade. I mean, well, I don't. I mean, I'm talking about. I'm talking about state. You know, um, this only thing is something that has been going on for quite some time. And those who can do Dorothy Dandridge, um, Bell Hooks, what's it, Maya Angelou, Alice Walker, you know. Listen, listen. Hold on right quick. I'm going somewhere with this. Mm -hmm. Yes, could you do something about that? Thank you. You know, those who can and could do. And the other 90% just go looking for, and this is to quote Miss J. Um, the white incel that the white women don't want. Listen, y'all, y'all like to tout that. Y'all like to tout those talking points. But I'm going to tell you something. If you know Whoopi Goldberg and you know some of these other women could date, what makes you think that black women who want a white man can't have one? I'm going to tell no. you something. Okay, the I'll black tell you women what. that I see the black women that I see that date white men have the stiffest weave you ever want to see, the worst makeup, they're not cute, they're not attractive, they're not the cream of the crop that they're dating. Like, it's not hard to get a white man. No, no. Well, I'm saying a bombshell Brad, concrete, that's what you're saying? A bombshell Brad? No, well, no, I'm talking no, about no, women who date white No, no, the whole point is, listen, is listen. that when, okay, let's, when let's, women let's have the weave, when they have the weave and all that stuff, the they are actually, never match. Well, what I'm saying, exactly, <laughs> they're actually emulating the white chick. So naturally, the white dude's going to like the black chick who's emulating the white chick. Okay, well, let's let us let us Nobody likes a we a leave out that doesn't match no one. You know they get their weave from Sally Beauty Supply? Let, let's let's do like this. Let's do let's let's do like this. DJ Kid. They buy hair store. So yes, um, yes, it, it does seem as though it is one sided. The lust. Um, they're not online speaking of you the way they speak of Asian women. Just saying. And but generally speaking, and here's what's going on: Black men have lower standards than any other group of men, uh, men on the planet ever. That's why now, everybody likes us. Now, well. I mean, you're selling at a discount. Unfortunately, game shaner, because if our standards were up high, a lot of women will not be, you know, meet the standard. I don't care. I don't care. You keep the standard anyway. <laughs> but that's that's a, that's another topic of discussion, you know. Um, so you made me lose. Damn it, chaos. All right. So the DJ Kid situation, you know, is proof that there has been attempts on one side um, more so than the other. So this loyalty that y'all talk about. See, we as black men express our loyalty by lowering the bar. We lowered our penis to muck and shit. And that is how <laughs> we express our loyalty. Every time we, 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 some unfortunate um, brother sticks his penis in a less fortunate than him woman is our loyalty. They're doing it for the sake of loyalty. Nothing else. Just like every time a black woman who is successful and has her own um, lowers herself to sleep with some um, dirty bum who is hopping from pillow to post. 
she's showing her loyalty. That's not loyalty because oh, you see, oh, no, 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 no. Listen to me, listen to me. You're confusing feminine value with masculine value. She has high masculine value, but you didn't say anything about her feminine value, did you? You think that just she because the sandwiches, she knows how to scrub no, the baseboard. Okay, 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 no, well, no, she no, has, no, she no, 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 the sandwich women do not date down. The sandwich women do not date they down. They don't. No, they do not. That's no, a lie. Not. No, 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 no. Oh, Saturday lie. No, no, that is not. No, miss, that is that is the truth. Sandwich women do not date down. Submissive women do not date down. Generally, especially especially in the blackness. Especially, you know what? You know what? This is where they date down at. Um, now a submissive, a fine submissive woman will date down. Um, to date to to get married, she'll date down to get married. Um, and so she might marry a man that makes a lot of money, but he may not be that high on the attractive scale. But she does date down. Don't ever no, get that. that means that he has high masculine value. If he makes a lot of money, then he has high masculine value. And if she makes a lot of sandwiches, she has high feminine value. Oh, okay. Well, that's how you're talking about. Yes, that, yes. That's not overall, the overall value that women look at because women will get with the ugly man to be provided for. Well, we, we see, so we see. There's traditional masculine values and there's traditional feminine values. Um, a man with high masculine values uh, get with high a woman with high feminine values and vice versa. You know, so when Concrete Rose, you say that there are women who are successful who are dating down, that's because she has low feminine value um, and he has low masculine value. That is why those couples exist. That's why Oprah and Stedman exist. Um, shout out to Gabe A for the super chat. He said, what up? What up, Gabe? Um, I want to get platinum. No, I want to get Roger and then platinum on. Roger, what do you have? And everybody, if you're not talking, mute up. That noise. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and drop off. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna drop off. You guys have a good one, okay? All right, take care, brother. All right, peace. All right. Who is okay? Uh, this is an interesting conversation. Uh, I didn't catch. Roger, you. what are you doing? What is that? I'm driving. I'm on expressway. Can you Does hear me? Roger, have a short in it. Uh, hold on one second. No, I'm, I'm on the expressway. Hold on. You pull over. Okay, I'm going to mute you up for now. Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Oh, my gosh. Um, Platinum, what's up, bro? What do you have? Whew. Okay. Uh, Platinum, are you no, there? No, no. Here you go. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you can now. Oh, uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, shout out to your panel on everything, you know, chat box or whatever. Thank but, you, um, I know you guys aren't talking about this, but Stedman, I, I, last I saw it, I think you can Google, I think he's gay, Stedman. When he sued or something for that? A couple of times. Like people have worked for him and stuff, like sexual harassment. He sells some suits or something. But yeah, he might not be, I don't know. It's something, there's some information on Google that you can look up about. Him. But um, I think that women... um. Well, a lot of these dudes, um, you know, these women, they get the man's, um, the loyalty of the female wins the man as the, the man's the prize and a loyal female wins him. So that's what I'm saying. That's, so women should be loyal, you know, to the, to the black man so that they can win his hand. Mm. So I'd like I see, I see how your question is, 
what is the prize well you're, you're going to be loyal so that you can he is the prize that's your prize the black man his time his attention his choice you know his choosing of you well your the loyalty. woman is supposed to be the prize no oh that's shit. not supposed to be I curling a prize maybe Listen, uh, uh, listen. What, the, what does the Bible say? He who finds a wife findeth a good thing. Don't have Hold on, hold on. Let me get my Bible. Get your Bible. Oh, no, get it out. Leave that thing right there. It's gonna burn up in his hands anyway. Nah. Baby, I saved this passage. Oh, oh my gosh, this fool. This is on page four hundred and two. <laughs> Let him drink and forget his poverty. What, and remember... what, what kind of Bible is it? 402. What's the chapter? What's the verse? What's the book? Hold on. This is Proverbs. <laughs> this, is, this is Proverbs number 31, verse 7. Chapter 31, verse 7. Let's have church. And, and, and um, we like Reverend make us riches, so um, super chat us for this uh, this this church. Put something in the collection plate. Th that's what I was I was meaning. Concrete. I'm a heathen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh. Okay. All right. It says, "Let him drink and forget his poverty, and remember his misery no more." That's seven. <laughs> now, now eight says, "Open thy mouth for the dumb and the cause." Um, of all such as are appointed to destruction. That don't really um, mean anything. Open thy mouth, judge righteously, and plead the case of the poor and needy. Okay, let's see. Hold on. Um, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? Yeah, rubies. Okay. Mm. Uh, let's see. And heart of her husband does safely trust. Uh, hold on, hold on one moment. She shall do him good, not she shall do him good and not evil the days of her life. This is true. She's hold on. Um, she is like the merchant's ship, she bringeth her food from afar. That is the Bible. That is God saying, Oh my god. So where does it, it say says, she's not the, the merchant ship? Hold on, it says she is like merchant ships, she bringeth her food from afar. That's God saying, get me a sandwich. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, he who findeth the wife findeth the good thing. So That's the all your is got. I got, I got the whole, a man a whole not... rest of the Bible on my oh side. My listen, listen, I... page four. It says, um, hold on. Um, chapter three, verse um, 16. Yeah, 16. Chapter three, verse 16, page two. It says, unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. <laughs> In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be for thy husband. Oh my and God. he shall rule over thee. Now, okay. basically, so y'all hide behind that one passage. The thing is, I shall rule over thee, and your desire shall be for thy husband. So when you ask, what is the loyalty? I tell you what the loyalty is. The loyalty is um, your desire. Thy husband is the prize because your desire shall be for thee and he <laughs> shall rule over thee. 
Listen, no one is saying that men aren't supposed to lead and rule over the woman. Like we and, are, and I understand that, women should get but this damage. But your question is your question is that the woman is the prize. Cannot. You're questioning you're questioning God is what I'm saying. You're questioning God. God is saying that um that you should desire him regardless. Every time Listen. a woman says I don't need a man, she is questioning God. Okay. Well, Janelle just said something that was real interesting. Now, some black men that you might think that you want a prize, but you know those like the little candy machines they used to have in the grocery store and you don't know what the prize is until you open it. Like, don't fool yourself. You may think that you have a prize and it's really more of a punishment. Can I, can I be? It is a punishment. I mean, God was dishing out punishment when he said that. Oh my gosh. That's why he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and pregnancy. It is a punishment. And now you can you can make it an easy punishment or a hard one, but it's gonna be a punishment and give me a sandwich. Well, let me let let's let LAR get in here, but I want to first just thank Councillor Murray for the super chat. We appreciate you, bro. Um, thank you, Councillor Murray. LAR, what you got? I'm gonna be an adult for at least 30 seconds. I try not to be serious mm -hmm. because it hurts feelings. Mm. People really need to stop using a book that they never really read from cover to cover because they take everything out of context because they're picking out what they want True. on it. The thing about the he who findeth the wife findeth the good thing, too many women run around here as if they were, they were inherently born a wife. You gotta graduate, you gotta work your way up to that. Just like guys, I'm, the Bible says I'm a leader. The Bible says a lot of ways to become a leader too, but you didn't read that part. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, if you if you think you if you think you a grown man or a grown woman or a husband or a wife because you read half of a sentence mm -hmm. and I put you ain't even read the whole page, you're a nutcase. Okay, so LAR, you elaborated on not not you know you know you're not automatically born a wife. Um, there is some 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 training and some nurturing that has to be done for a woman to become a quote unquote wife but um does that take away from the fact that if if a man finds a wife so a woman that's worthy of you calling her your wife that he that she's the prize no it doesn't take away from that what what what, what this what this issue becomes is everybody think that they're founded that's the prize yeah. Every woman, if you, when you meet me, I'm a good thing. You ain't been a good thing to the 99% of the people you met. So how you a good thing now? <laughs> she was, she was holding it, saving it for you. <laughs> she, she saving all my love. Hold on. I know you just didn't sing a song about a woman being a side piece. <laughs> she said she was saving all her love. That That's the song about a woman being a side piece. She was saving it though. For the side, because she was a side piece. <laughs> he was that good. Uh, shout out to Leo Anthony. He says the women is the woman is a catch because the man often has to chase and lock her down. The man is the prize because a good man is a rare find and not easy to win. Thank you very much, Leo Anthony. I think that is absolutely true. What do you think about that, Lar? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it extend this. You see how even Leo had the prefaces a good man? The, uh -huh. the, the Bible had the preface a wife. It didn't just say a woman. Uh-huh. This is where we all go left. 
Stop assuming that your average, mediocre, subpar, you know, behind is good or wife or this. Uh, too many people are not that. We, I'm not talking about ideals right now because the ideal, he's right. But in practical application, it's a bunch of sorry mother the swearing that they started. Mm. Now I got to go get these Ernestine uh, uh, fried You ain't finished cooking them noodles, ba baby. Them noodles don't take but about five minutes. You should have been done. Just let a player get his salmon and rice and squash popping, okay? Oh, you trying, trying to make it sound fast? I got you, LAR. Put, put, put a little hot sauce on the ramen noodles. LAR, LAR, you know a good woman is like a merchant ship and she shall bring food from afar. <laughs> is, I, know, dude, I, I know most men ain't been on the ship in the first place. Most men have have most men had good women. No. Well, there aren't enough good I, women I, I for most men to have. Like, I, I mean, you know, go for it. Most uh, not every man is deserving of a good most, woman either. Most men haven't had a, a, a good woman. Now look most at, women look. haven't had a good man because what you wind up hearing as you grow older is the people that they wish they would have been with because they didn't know no better when they had them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see Kevin Samuels reiterating the same thing. You know. Yeah. Who it's so good. findeth a wife and shout out to Kevin Samuels a good thing and obtaineth favor of the lord listen sound like once you find a prize you uh, you receive favor from the lord mm. yeah yeah that didn't work in slavery for us though did we were loyal back then uh, okay well, can, I, can i get in now real quick because y'all know me i ain't gonna be here long i'm out here working so uh um what was that uh, it, it, it is your show because it's a line separate go ahead <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I'm going to say this. Uh, when it comes to loyalty, loyalty is good, but unless you have the two other main components with the loyalty, loyalty has no value. Point blank, period. Okay? I, I say all the time, there's three main things men have to do. You got to be a leader. You got to be a protector. And you got to be a, uh, um, you gotta be a provider. On the flip side, women have three major things they got to do. They got to be loyal. They got to have good character. And they got to be of good company. If you don't, if you take out the good character part or you take out the good company part, loyalty is useless. Who wants to, who wants a person loyal to them that they don't want to be around and a person of bad character, which will bring bad things to them? You know, there's enough bad in the world. You you go outside your home. If you're a quote unquote good person, you're trying to avoid a bunch of bad stuff anyway. If you deal with a person that has bad character, a per person with bad character will bring bad to you. You don't even have to go outside the house. For it. They're going to bring it to you. So why would I need the loyalty of a person who doesn't have good character? And if you're not good company, I mean, I can't even stand being around you. What's your purpose for being there? So loyalty on its own has no real value unless you have the good character part and unless you have the good company part. If you're loyal to me and we have children and you have bad character, you're going to teach my kids to be bad people. That doesn't sound like it's good to me. You know, so my thing is you got to have all three components at the same time. Now, as far as men doing that, there's plenty of men willing to be protectors and providers. That's very well pushed in the black community. The issue that black women have is they don't want the leadership component that goes with the protection and the provision. I say all the time that if you are in a relationship, you owe this on a large scale to the person you deal with. But if you are not in a relationship, you owe this on a smaller scale to others of the black community. 
Now, women want men's protection and provision, but they do not want their leadership. And the truth is, if you don't accept the man's leadership, he does not owe you protection and provision. You cut yourself off from protection and provision by cutting yourself off from leadership. No man should feel bad about what happens to a woman that refuses to be under protection and leadership. Not from from his own personal woman, because he should have got rid of her if he if she wasn't following his lead. And then in the own greater sense of the community, if you're trying to help somebody and they refuse to accept your leadership and something bad happens to them, there's nothing for you to worry about. If you put your best foot forward, you have zero reason to worry about results. You've already done the best you could do. That that means if a person dies, person gets a disease, they get a car accident, they fell in school, whatever the case is. Once you've already get put your best foot forward, there was nothing more you could do for them anyway. There's no point worrying about the results. The 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 one of the components of loyalty is submission. So the leadership, if she she's not loyal until she she has to meet certain criteria to be loyal. Once she meets that criteria, all that other stuff is is she's she's either loyal, or she's not, or she's not. She can't be loyal and then she's not listening to you. No, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying she she can't be, but but the the whole point is, if you are just calling yourself loyal because you're giving a particular man a certain amount of attention or you're not dealing with a other people in your mind, you perceive that as loyal, but if you're not going to do the other things that come with it, who cares? You're useless anyway. Well, you can sit her down and go over the textbook definition of loyalty if you want to, but I'm just saying there's certain aspects of that commitment. And it also includes sacrifice and, uh, and some suffering. So no, she's got to be not ready for that. With that. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that because I'm saying all of it has to come together for it to have value in the first place. If you don't bring it all, who cares about one component if you don't bring the other two? So we're not in disagreement. Okay. But you're okay. talking about uh, like as it relates specifically to relationships. But what about black women just in a general sense who are loyal to the black man? Like what what is the prize that they receive for their loyalty? You get nothing. If, if no, you, <laughs> you no, no, you don't get nothing. No, yeah. no, you you will get something from a even from a general standpoint because I said there is a higher level for the person you deal with. There's a lower level for people you're not in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. if, if you are if you are loyal to the black community, at the end of the day, you will get better because your community will improve. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Any in any civilization where the men work. hard, to do something and the women support what the men do, that civilization flourishes. That's the way it has been throughout human history. Anytime you have a civilization where the men are trying to do something in general and the women are not being cooperative to that, that civilization civilization does not flourish and eventually that civilization will be conquered. I agree. Point blank, period. So I people look at what's going on as if this is not what happens in all types of societies since We've been tracking human behavior. You know, this is not a this is not a new thing in history. This is a very old thing in history. There's many civilizations that thought they would never they would never get to the point where they wouldn't exist that are out of existence right now. So okay. I, um, I wait a minute, wait a minute. I wanted to get Jack Johnson in here. Hey, um, how y'all doing? Y'all doing all right? We doing good. How are you? I just got back from uh, working out at the gym. Yeah, this is Edward. The reason why I put Jack Johnson up there because I admire, I admire him because without Jack Johnson, there'll be no Muhammad Ali. Okay. 
Because during the time when there was Jim Crow and people up there hanging people in the South in the early 1900s, Jack Johnson wasn't afraid of anybody. He told he told one white dude, you want me to stop dating these uh, white women? Get in the ring and try to whip my ass. And that white man shut up. But about the topic and everything, uh, you know, there's a saying in, in Ecclesiastes where King Solomon said, there's a woman that I found more bitter than death, whose heart is snares and nets. Whosoever please God shall escape from her, but the sinner shall be taken by her. That's in Ecclesiastes. So in the Bible, it talks to you about what different types of women are good for you. There's the virtuous wife, and then there's the, the strange woman, which they're now called the day of thought. I remember a few years ago, I had a discussion with this lady I used to work with at Home Depot called Viola. She said she needed to have a man to take, take care of her. And I asked her this, if you need a man to take care, take care of everything, what the hell are you doing working at Home Depot there? And I told, I, told, I told her this, sister, let me break it down for you. If you want me to take care of everything, guess what? I run everything. I, I run the program, I run the mission, you submit to it. I'm the captain. You're the private. You fall in line. That's so that, I mean that's that's that, that's according to the rules of nature and the cosmos. Okay. That's what the creator laid down. But but, but here's the, but here's the thing. Life. I ain't got no problem with a woman working. But see, here's the thing. The person that brings the most to the table in relationship is the prize, whether it be the woman or the man. Whosoever brings the most to the table is the prize. Monetarily, because people bring things. No, no, no. I'm not, talk, I'm not talking about monetary. Okay. I'm talking about also mentally and spiritually as well. Holistically, that's what I'm saying. Now, say like Actually. I'm working at a, say like I'm working at Home Depot right now, and I'm dealing with a woman that has more money than me, but she's more messed up than me mentally, and spiritually. I'm more healthy than her mentally, spiritually, and physically. Guess what? I bring the most to the table because I'm more holistic than she is. Y'all, y'all get that? I get it. Well, I'll yeah, talk about but, um, but this is, I guess, this is my problem with the statement to a certain okay. degree. I do feel like, um, men, and, and this is just me, I feel like men probably do bring more to the relationship than women. Um, but that's just me. I don't think it can really be equal, um, as to what women bring to the table. It depends on, like, if you're with a man yeah. who is um, a productive man, absolutely. You know, well, I, I, you know, I think that they bring more to the table generally if you're with a productive man. Um, you know, of course, there are some women who are, you know, CEOs of their corporation and have just as much going on in the sense of, you know, a successful career. But I think that there are other. Um, things that you know we don't necessarily always account for when we talk about the total value that a man brings to the table um, you know so I understand why men are looked at as a prize but I do think I understand from that basic premise that you know women are the ones that are typically sought after um, women are you know men do the courting and, and go through all of the motions in order to get the woman and in order to secure and lock her down. So in that sense, I see women as a prize. But I think that to me, the fact that, you know, finding a 
productive, high value man, you know, a man that has a lot of value that is successful in his own right, that is a leader, that is masculine. Like it, it's rare to find all of those things. So when you find it, you know, as a woman out here dealing with the shenanigans that we deal with regarding dating, you do look at that as being, you know, as you found a, a prize of some sort. This is what I learned from my uncle about what a real alpha male is, right? When I was growing up, my uncle Lester not only had his mind, body, and masculinity together, he also ran a business. He did uh, janitorial work for Maybelline, uh, also the uh, Target Warehouse and all that. He had this stuff together. And I learned from his example that an alpha male is not, not a male, just a male in the bedroom. He's also a leader of men and resources and all that. He has the body game, the charisma, and, and the masculinity together. The same with the woman. The exceptional woman is the one that has the body game, charisma, and the femininity together. And, you know, like I said, you know, the thing about men seeking women, the uh, vibration of masculinity is active and dynamic, while the uh, vibrational nature of the feminine is stillness and reciprocating. Um, shout out to Larry. I mean, that's, what, that's what I understand from my oh, experience. Okay. Yeah, that's what I understand from my experience and watching and looking at the exceptional women within my family because my mom was pretty feminine. God rest her soul. My auntie is pretty feminine. And then my older sisters are feminine. So I learned from growing up in my family about what femininity is by just seeing it before my eyes as I was growing up. And you know, and, you know here's, the th here's the thing that tripped me out, Sister George. Every time I wanted to ask my mom advice about how to deal with sex and women, she told me, this, no, no uh, honey, ask your Uncle Lester. But mom, no, no, ask your uncle. <laughs> ask your uncle. Every time she pointed me to my uncle's place. You, you asked your mom how to, how, how, how to- No, 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 no. When I was a boy, when I was like seven years old, when I was like, like, a, like young and everything, right? I was like, I was like Game 10 years old, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's what my mom said. Ask your uncle, ask your cousin, don't ask me. So in okay. other words, because my dad, he was around in and out and everything. I mean, he was in within the same time was I saw him every now and then. So the, so, so the person that raised me up, my dad was my uncle Lester. That was my dad. So that was the man that raised me and showed me what a real man is. And like, uh, you know, he just broke it down for me. He said, uh, nephew, a real man is a man that has the uh, the intelligence, the uh, game, and the manhood and the resources together. He has all of that. Um, let me read these uh, super chats. Um, shout out to Larry Stone. He said men don't generally need women for survival. And I wanted to kind of touch on that a little bit. Shout out to Kenny Conjo. He said, just supporting you ladies. Keep grinding. Thank you so much, Kenny Conjo. And shout out to our brother, Platinum Elite. Thank you so much for the super sticker. Um, I wanted to know what you guys thought about the statement that men don't need women for survival. Um, I think we are needed for sub survival. Yeah, to be we're honest. needed for survival of the race. So we are needed for survival. Right. That's what I was thinking. I, 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 hey, I think uh, Sister George, uh, somebody in the chat said I deserve a good wife, Janelle S. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, I think um, there's a yeah, lot of... Let me um, highlight that. Um, yeah. Edward could be reached. 
uh one eight hundred good man. That's one eight hundred good man. Go Edward. Oh. I, I think that that particular yeah. statement is often um I don't know, misunderstood, I guess, because I mean that's a choice. If you want to live without women, I mean you can. That's certainly a choice to make. Um, I don't particularly think it would my this is just my opinion. I can't speak for all men. I don't think it would be a a, a great existence. Uh I don't I just don't think it would, would be. I can understand you. You know, you have ups and downs and marriages and divorces and, and I, that that comes with with that. I follow that. But still, um, I wouldn't want to live without women. So I can only speak for myself, though. OK, okay. I, I, think, I think he was um, referring to um, individual survival, not as far as the race or right. the species or anything like that. And it's true on an individual right. level. But as far as. As far as perpetuating, you know, the species, uh, no, it, it can't be done, at least uh, not until technology catches up with such a thing. But um, I'm, I'm curious, um, Janelle, if you're single, why, why, don't, why don't you fuck at work? Why did you have to say it like that? Hey, what did you say? No, no, not Celeste. I meant to say Janelle. I meant to say Janelle. Well, what did you say? Stove you, changer, game skillet. Yeah, no, no, so um, uncouth, um, no, me a stove changer. No, no, Listen, me a stove changer. Okay, Sister George, wait this. So, Kick Cloud Kicker Jr. says the race is going extinct, so y'all are doing a bad job at survival. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say that it's me. I think I've, I've um, contributed to the survival of the race by bearing children, but I do know that. Um, millennials and beyond are having fewer children so that the, they are saying that, you know, they won't have enough children to sustain um, the race uh, being the, the human race, I guess. Hey, uh, hey, Concrete Rose and Sister George, mm -hmm. did you know my, uh, my niece, Rasha, asked me, uh, asked me the other day if I had a, if I had a girlfriend and I said, honey, what I have right now is uh, tryouts and prospects. Tryouts and prospects. To so you out here, yeah, home. Uh, no, no. I mean, here's, I mean, here's the you thing. Uh, let's just say sometimes you, you got to do business. certain things, got the jam. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just saying, I'm just saying, ladies, sometimes you got to do certain things, got the jam. I just leave it at that. Okay. So you are fucking some of them. <laughs> Danny, yeah. Who who had? Wow. Hey, what's wrong with that? Now, 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 now as, a, as a gentleman, I'm not gonna tell. I can't tell you, okay? As a gentleman, I can't tell you. We what's still haven't heard from someone over here. Is, is one of them, is one of them Wait a minute. Let me just get this out <laughs> and talk to Mister Jack over here, fucking these women and please and don't. leaving them brokenhearted and out no, here no, in distress. No, 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 no. Check please this out. Don't. Check this out. Check this out. I do want to give a shout out to my roster, the prime, the prime, the premium vitamin oh, D drug team. Okay, yeah, let's name my roster. Now the thing is, I am mo, I am mo one, I am mo one, and I told the ladies, I told the ladies I'm going to be dealing with other women. I'm honest, okay. I'm honest. So you just now, be now, like, now, look, now, now, you want now, now check this out. So basically, on you want my hoes. That's how you say it. On Mass.com, I did put this. I live a casual, polyamorous, non-monogamous lifestyle. I Do told you be this. giving them money? No, I don't. 
Wait a minute. So you ain't giving Daddy, no money? You either? making it worse? No, 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 no. Hey, 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 hey! Remember that song by Ludacris with Ty Dolla Sign, Vitamin D. That's all you giving out. And also, I'm giving out protection. <laughs> so they got a problem with the wait, wait, wait. Uh, You giving person. out condoms? No, 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 no. I said protection. In other words, I'm sort of like Shaft. You know, when somebody has a problem, a lady has a problem. You know, like in that 2000 movie Shaft, where uh, that lady had a problem with that dude, with that drug yeah, so that messing with uh, her son. Somebody chopping niggas in the neck. What kind of protection no, you no, giving no. out? Well, sometimes I give advice because I'm also a mathematics tutor. You know, I've tutored. I've oh, tutored you tutoring some the single son? So you you tutoring their sons? Yeah, I tutor their sons so and their daughters. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me just go yeah. back to something. So what you saying is you seek out single mothers. No, I don't. I don't, just, I don't. seek them out. They seek me out. She saw right there. I don't seek them out. <laughs> hey, 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 Sister George, I was stalked by by three BBW black women the other day at Target. Real talk. So, so you Why? like? Family. How did we get here? How did we get here? <laughs> so hey, you hey, going hey, around hey. getting fat black women and no, no, taking no, I, I advantage of them? And giving them vitamin D no, and their stuff, no, but you not. ain't giving no money. You ain't paying no bills, nothing. No, I'm not. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Hey, what now, bills? Now, 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 now when legs. I go to the gym, they don't want to deal with me at the gym for some reason. I don't know they why. I guess what you be doing ah, at the gym, ah, Well, um, I, I I I hit the uh, heavy bag for 15 minutes. I jump rope 15 minutes. I've been on the treadmill 15 minutes and I do some uh, swimming for about 30 to 45 minutes around around the pool. Hell, so I they swim. can't find you. You running around the damn gym. You got to stay on the treadmill. Well, uh, I mean, Sister George, you know how I got, got into a more muscular form? By doing different things. I've uh, engaged in boxing. <laughs> done, so uh, why are you not teaching these fat black women how to lose weight and stuff? Are you doing that? Well, there's been... Two, I mean, there's there's two of them that do follow me to the gym and work out with me. So two of them. How many is on the roster? There's only two on them. Two on them. I told <laughs> them that they had to get they get back down to be on the premium vitamin D drill team. So no, the problem is if they lose weight, they're gonna have too much confidence to even mess with him. That's why they gotta keep mm. him fat. Oh mm. no, not really. Mm. Not really. I mean. I mean, the thing is, I it's all about scratching my head because well, it's all you about your vibration you, you, wait, and wait, your wait, 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 because this is what's confusing me. <laughs> all you're saying okay. that you are providing is some D and some protection. That's what you said, right? And some tutoring and on some, the side, and also, some, and also some counseling. I'm also counseling about what sort what of herbs you need to take. <laughs> are well, you certified to be counseling, folks? Well, I mean, well, I mean. I'm doing it according to my experience, you know, because I, I, I learned herbalism from my grandmother and my mother. They grew certain herbs in their garden, oh, like chamomile, okay. rosemary, senna, yeah, olive oil plants. So you're a holistic so, so doctor. I'm a holistic healer, and I learned that from both sides of my family. The okay. aunts of my family. Okay. Because because my uh, dad's family come from Igwe, been in the Togo, West Africa. This the is Bodu the real people. question. How long you been dealing with the same roster of women? Uh, for about I say about uh, two months now. How long? How often does the roster change? Uh, I say about every other month. 
See, Damn. this is why there's so many STDs in the community. I just, I can't, I can't condone that type no, of thing. No, we'll see, we'll see. It. Well, 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 here's the thing. I usually date women younger than me. I'm 51 years old. Wait a minute. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean man, the last date so I've been on with this black lady named Karen with the Home Depot, and she was 21 years old. She was how old? Woo. 21 years old, yeah. Yeah, man. Getting it. Oh, my. And, and, and guess what? When I offer when I offered to take her to the movies and everything, Karen said, "No, don't worry, uh, Edward. I'll take care of it." You know what? I can't believe that. I, I, I refuse. Carol, to, I'm about to go. I'm about to see y'all later. Well, let me. real. Well, I like to ask a question, please. Um, are these women? Um, are you more handsome than they are pretty? Uh, most of the women are uh, got got more finesse, uh, attractive wise than I do. So I'm so like the, you know, I mean, I mean, but, but here's the thing, game changer. I got the rough neck body that they like. Okay, I got broad shoulders. I mean, if you if uh, say, say like this, I mean, you about to have women from the chat in your inbox. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, what I'm asking is, are you more handsome than they are pretty? Meaning, are you more appealing as a um, man than they are as a woman? Okay, that's a strange question, but I'll deal with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a strange question, but really not. the thing is, the thing is, <laughs> okay, the thing is, they, they, they are pretty, right? And I'm the handsome, rugged type, okay? So they, you they, they, No, no, well, I'm sort of like a genius bruiser, uh, because... I've read a lot of books and I've given people a list of books that they can read, but I'm also got expert experience in Kung Fu, uh, Tai Chi, and boxing. That sort okay, of thing. Okay, so do you teach the boy? Do you give the boys free karate lessons? Well, here's the thing. I'm sort of like that dude in Braveheart when he wanted to use the sword. I said, no, first you got to learn to use your brain. Then I teach you how to use the sword. So I had I that same rule. Like, so, like my, so my wait a minute, see, wait a minute, wait see, a minute. Check this out. My nephew Joseph wanted to learn boxing and kung fu from me. I said, Well, Joseph, you need to learn about the Tao, you need to learn about the teachings of the enlightened ones. Okay, you need to learn the path first, then I teach you the martial arts because so, that's the style. Okay, okay, I, I, I'm teaching how to, I'll teach him how to be holistic. Okay, see, oh, you oh, got oh, the okay, genius, okay, you got okay. the genius Bruce, which is the Malik, and you got the lovely bride, which is the Fatim. Okay. Just, just check out oh, Ron Wheels. Uh, you, you heard of Ron Wheels, right? Yeah, y'all heard of Ron Wheels, Ron right? Wheels. Yeah, we've heard of Ron. And you also heard of Cousin T Talk, right? Yes, we have. You heard of Cousin T Talk, Alpha Wingman, right? Yes. Okay, now Ron Wheels talks about the genius bruiser, a person who is uh, intellectual but can also take care of himself in combat, like that dude Benjamin Sisko in Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Okay. Yeah, that guy. And then there's a, then there's another description that dude called Ghost and Power. A genius bruiser, one that's able to like uh, compete on an intellectual level, but also compete on a physical level. Now, I decided to bring something to the table called the Fatima, the lovely bright, a lady who's very beautiful femininity, but also has some intelligence. There's a YouTube content creator that fits that description called Rhonda Mary. This she's very good looking, also highly intelligent. Oh, she's a lovely bright. Beautiful. Yeah, but she's also highly intelligent, mm -hmm. especially politically intelligent. Okay, my my question to you is: Okay, when you running through all these hoes, 
Why no, are no, you no. not? I, I, I don't. I don't deal with ratchets. I deal with. I, de- I deal with the. Uh, I deal with exceptional women. Those. I mean, because because well, ladies. 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 The lady. The lady that I dated, Karen. She has uh, her degree in psychology. And she's working on, on a master's. She just in overweight. Psych- psychotherapy. Yeah, she's yeah. overweight. Yep. There you go. No, no, she's not. She's pretty beautiful, and she works at Whole Foods too. So, so how come you won't marry her? Well, I mean, I tried to do the uh, monogamous thing a long time ago when I was in my yeah, he's late teens. It didn't work. It didn't work out. Wives. Yeah, but he has to get one wife and then another wife to be, make it polyamorous. <laughs> like shit, you gotta start. Well, he dates multiple women. He doesn't believe in monogamy, so he doesn't subscribe. Edward, I'm sorry. Like, like C. Boogie said, like C. Boogie said, I gotta stay in my lane. Okay, Edward. Because well, what I, lane is that? Yeah, just meeting random women off the internet and fucking them. I was 19 years old, right? I was 19 years old back in the day. And the first lady I dealt with was five years older than me. I was 19. She was 24. Okay. And she, and she was a member of the usher board of my mama's church of all places. <laughs> so the thing is, one thing led to another. And, and the thing about it, she was engaged to another dude. So I started being designated as the fuck buddy, so to speak. So yeah, I, I, I tried to... Make, and then I dealt with this lady like named, named, named Danita. Yeah, because I, I, I tried to deal with this lady named Danita. And, you know, I tried to deal with her. And she was dealing with another dude, right? And I wanted to go out with her and everything. and But she chose the guy with the resources. I was the one bringing the, the fun loving. The other dude was the provider. So I had to talk with Rude Nip about it. I said, well, he said, well, Ed, some people got to. Some people got to be the fuck buddies. Some people got to be the providers. Mm-hmm. You got to stay in your lane. So. Are, are you financially Edward. successful? Edward, somebody said you're broke in the chat room. Yeah, are you financially successful? Well, um, let's just say, uh, let's just say I do some mercenary work every now and then. Mercenary work. What does um, that have to be? He does he do security well, on the weekends. That's, that's what that means. He does security work. Well, I'm over it. I'm, I'm so listen. Are you I mean when you said well, mercenary well, here's the work thing. on the weekends, does that mean you go to Afghanistan and work for one of the uh, mercenary crews over there? Like what does that mean? It means oh, it's it means top it's classified. You can't really... it's, classified. Oh, it's classified. I can't tell you. Okay. Okay. Do you get paid for this classified work? Uh, let's just say uh, if I was told you the exact monetary uh, itinerary, there'd be some people uh, in a certain place in Virginia that wouldn't like that, and you probably oh. they're, they're probably like they're probably people. Them so no no no. So are you a dope boy? <laughs> oh no 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 no. The mobs do not drive black SUVs. Okay, they don't buy those black SUVs. The government does, and I just leave yes. it at that. And, and so, you're, so you're a black Jason Bourne. <laughs> is that, uh, is, that your, is that your preference, um, fat women? No, no. I mean, I work out at the gym <laughs> at least four days a week. I work out at okay, the gym four days your, a that's, week. That's not your preference, though, right? No, it's not. I mean, why, why, why mo- I mean, I mean, mo- yeah. mo- 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 most of the women I dealt with are like beautiful and educated. Okay, but you, but but you having sex with women who are not your preference, that tells me there's something going on. No, 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 no. Why is there a drought on the other side? Bro, 
I never had sex with a fat lady in my life. Real talk. Hey, hey. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. But it tells me what you desire, man. I mean, mean, the thing about Karen, the thing about Karen, she also works out at the gym. I met her at Whole Foods, but when I was up there working out at LA Fitness, next day I said, yeah, Karen, what you doing here? I said, well, I have a membership too. I said, really? That's interesting. So... I, I mean, I mean, I mean, Ramos is right. You got to stick with the women in your tribe, man. See, Book is right. You got to stay in your lane. So is the kid. Well, well, there you go. There you go. I think all I right. early turn. All up right. But we're going to have final thoughts. Now, Sister George of Concrete Rose, when y'all first had me on the panel, and when y'all saw my face on camera, Y'all heard what Bomb Cherry said about me, right? What she say? I what did Bomb Cherry say? You, said, you, 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 you remember when I was on the panel with Bomb Cherry and Obsidian? What she said? She, she said, "Well, uh, Edward is a guy that uh, stays fit. He keeps himself uh, in good shape and good health. You know, he keeps himself regular. Oh, that's, okay. that's what she okay. told Obsidian. Yeah, I don't remember, but she hey, hey you, you, hey, you remember when I told Obsidian that the vibration of your flow determines the quality of your glow?" What did he say? Hey, what the fuck does that mean? And oh. and his wife. Oh, now I remember it's it's you, bro. That was going back and forth a challenge as Sidian. Now I remember you. Now I remember. Well, okay. yeah. I, well, it was sort of like a psychiatrist trying to help a certain patient, and the patient still doesn't want to follow the uh, prescription program. That's how I look at up city. Well, a city. I look at was, as well, a patient. I'm the psychiatrist. Well, oh. a city. Because I've tried to give advice, right? I told him that the vibration of your flow determines the quality of your glow. And what I realized is that most of the men that probably understand that are the men who have been successful with women, like I have. So it just is what it is. Wait wait a minute, because we're getting ready to do closing thoughts. I got to get y'all up out of here. Um, okay. Shout out to BAP for the super sticker. Thank you so much, BAP. Um... Edward, would you like to start us off with the closing comments? Well, here's the thing. Those who the prize is actually determined by your worth and your work, what you bring. I mean, we really shouldn't be dealing with percentages. We should we should be dealing with the inner quality and the practicality of the matter. There's some things that the woman can bring to the table, there's some things that the man can bring to the table. Now, men and women need each other to further the species on a collective level. Men and women need each other to further the bloodline. You know, it just is what it is, but it has to be a balance between masculine and feminine energy. Men need to be on their masculine mastery and women need to be on their feminine mastery. Okay. I'm, and I'm thinking, I think I'm talking to cousin Tito about that. We talk about masculine mastery in the select manosphere space, but we need to talk about feminine mastery in the manosphere space too to balance that out. Okay. Okay. Well, thank so, you. So, oh, yeah. I thought you were done. Are you- but, but, but what I'm saying is the people that I learned, learned game from these YouTube streets has been Ron Wills, Alan Roger Curry, and Cousin Tito, the Alpha Wingman. I, I have a quick question to that. Um, so, yeah. 51 years old. Um, the yes. people you named were here for five years at most. Are you saying that you learned game at 45 and you went 45 years? No, 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 no. Well, well, I got familiar with uh, the game when I was a young, young cat uh, game so changer. You didn't learn game but, but, but see, but see, here's the thing. I didn't understand what I was experiencing. 
I didn't understand why I was getting all these choosing singles and everything, you know what I'm saying? Because like what Ron Will said, there may be some men that are really selected that may not know that they're selected. And I was one of those guys. So, you was you know, a select guy, but you didn't realize you were a select guy. And yeah, I didn't understand. Yeah. Why these women be so nice to me? You know, why these women be so nice to me, but they're cussing out the dude right behind me? You know, what's up with that? So, so it, it, it took 45 years and somebody else who got it and few No, 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 no. See, I, I learned some stuff, right? I learned as I go. I learned it first from my uncle and my cousin, you know, the older men in my family. You know, you know, my uncle on my mom's side and my cousin cousin on my mom's side, my cousin on my dad's side, you know. What, what I have some you things. recently in, um, in the spaces that you that you just described? That well, you, I mean, I, I mean, I first learned it in the real life spaces, though. That's where I first learned game at, you know. Yeah, yeah, because, but what did you well, learn that you okay. didn't know at 45? We want to wrap it up. GC, well, you need to have him on your panel because I think it would be a good guest. You might as well take it over. Okay. Um, you want to come to my show right now? Yeah, drop your uh link and um fire right. it up, GC. Okay. And, and, and Janelle Santos, Game Changer was just kidding, all right? Just don't be tripping. He was kidding, okay? He was kidding. <laughs> Um, shout out to Jack Spade. He says a black woman who is loyal to a black man will eventually lead to him washing your wig once, maybe twice, if you're super loyal. <laughs> yeah, you gotta wash that mic once in a while. Yeah. Um, shout out to Omega Dreads. He says best promo ever. Um, honey, it has definitely been a show. <laughs> This has definitely been a show. Um, who else? Do, uh, Chaos Rain, what are your final thoughts? Uh, I don't think I have nothing else, man. I think that's all I'm going to say for now, man. All yeah. right. Thank you so much, Chaos Rain. Platinum, what are your final thoughts? Uh, nothing. Just, just was, came by, man. I saw you guys live. Just uh, thanks for letting me up. I tech, tech, Thank uh, you for stopping by, Plat. Uh, all right. Thank you, Platinum. Um, Game Changer, what are your final thoughts? So um, I guess to Edward, Edward, would you like to come to my show after this? Well, uh, i tell you what. I will tell you about some of my experiences ever since I was 19 years old dealing with these women, okay? Uh, yeah, see, like here's the thing, Game Changer. Yeah, see, here's the thing. Go for it. When you're a young man, you go through certain life experiences. You might not understand what it's all about about why there's that select and non-select thing, well, there's a dinosaur too like that, you know, but then I started studying more about stuff ever since I was 19 and learning more because mm -hmm. life, the life is an ongoing learning experience. You stop, when you stop learning, you, when you stop learning, you stop living, okay? Life is an ongoing learning endeavor because even though I'm 51 years old, there's still some things that you had to learn about women and other stuff so it's an ongoing journey for me all right i agree i agree would you like to tell us your journey on yeah. my channel yeah yeah I'll, I'll talk to you about it i'll, I'll drop some gems in your lab brother i'll do that okay so, well, I'm gonna do, gems in your lab. Okay, so I'll, I'll put the stream yard um so you could come on uh and the private chat go ahead and uh, click on that and we'll get that started also are you familiar with that marco grande marco grande oh uh Shoot. <laughs> well, uh, I heard of uh, I heard of Mama Kulu Grande from this Hispanic okay. chicken. Yeah, he's not him, but um, Marco oh, well, then, Marco Grande—that's the brother that's in Colombia, right? Exactly, exactly. 
Oh, that guy, yeah. He had yeah. some uh, YouTube videos about him being in Colombia for a minute. And exactly. I remember I saw a lot of the way he was speaking to this lady in Spanish on Fantastic Panel. Yeah, I right. saw that. It's pretty funny. Okay, exactly. Um, would you like to come on my show and recreate such a scenario with some of your women? No, not really. Like I said, I'm a gentleman. You know, I baby dream. Oh uh, no, I'm a gentleman. It's like I'm not going to display You're my ladies' business on the line, right? That, you know, a gentleman doesn't put his ladies on front street because these are some exceptional bras, bro. They're exceptional women. And even though I mentioned the names women the that are not worthy of marriage, where have I heard that at? Um, Celeste, do you have any closing thoughts? You know what? I, I do like, <laughs> like, I don't know what I just sat through, but um, to answer the question, because you know, it took me forever to, to catch on to what the actual subject was. But to answer the question of whether it's actually a prize to be loyal to black men, um, I think in general for this generation of black men to be romantically loyal, no, it wouldn't be a prize. Now as to be loyal, like, you know, you look out for them, you cut for them, you support their businesses if they have one, you know, like I agree with that, <clears throat> but um yeah, and I know it's probably romantically is like the subject, but yeah, I don't, I don't think so. No. You know, and we were talking about generally as well as like romantically. So yeah, that still answers the question. Um, thank you, Celeste. How old are you? Because you said in this generation. I'm 27. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. I wish I was three. Um, no, I <laughs> oh, you, oh, you're, no, you're millennial. You're millennial. You're millennial. Okay. Um, well, that wraps up our show for today. Mm -hmm. Um, we'd like to thank everyone for coming out. This was wonderful. It's always fun, 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 fun. Um, I think I found my balance here, so I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, Sunday, we will be doing our first uh year in our hundredth show. Mm -hmm. And so it'll be our anniversary. So we're really, really looking forward to seeing you guys on Sunday. Um, thank you guys so much for coming out. Hold on, really hold on, hold on. Everybody. And before thank you, you for wrap, the super chats and all of that up. good stuff. You're going to actually take us out this time. Oh, yeah, But I, I want to just get mine on out Okay, first. I ain't going to say much. I, I, I won't. Um, oh, I'm done I'm sorry. I just want to say, reiterate Dan what Danny said. Thank you guys for joining the panel. This was an interesting panel. We had some people that don't typically come up or that we haven't heard from in a while. And it was a good discussion, even though we didn't stay on topic, but we rarely do. So thanks to everybody who came up and chimed in and gave their perspectives. And thank you to everybody who super chatted, everybody in the chat. As Danny said, um, do not miss Sunday's show because we got some fun stuff planned for y'all. Um, like we said, there will be some promos dropping later this week just to kind of give you guys a sneak peek as to what we will be discussing. And um, I think that's all I got. Thanks again, everybody. Um, peace out. All right. Um, be sure to hit the like button on your way out. And if you just happen to not be able to watch us fully here, you can also catch us on Spotify, iTunes, um, Google Play, Google Music, Apple Music, everywhere. We everywhere, mm -hmm. child. So y'all come catch us. Um, thank you guys so much for coming out. God bless y'all. Good night.